Hello everybody, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is James Chen and I am joined here again by Mr. Ultra David, Mr. Tubaware. How's everybody going? I'm doing great, man. I got a black and white top tier shirt on, which is pretty cool. Normally, this is green. In fact, in real life, as I look down at it, it's green. I don't know what could be happening that's taking the green out of my shirt and rendering it just gray. But that's the effect that I have going on for some reason today. What's going on, Tuba? Where about you? Why would you wear a green shirt when you're on green screen? I'm. What do you mean I'm on a green screen? Here I am, Shay James Chen, in front of the Dimitri poster and uh -huh. the... Other Darkstalkers poster back yeah, there. I'm patting David on the back over here. We're hanging out. We're hanging out with you. You flew out here from the Midwest to hang out for Ultra Chen TV. Listen, man, I have flown out there to hang out with Ultra Chen TV before. Well, I other guess that's true, to be honest. This is really weird, well, it's not that weird. This, it's weird to me that it's actually turning your shirt gray as opposed to, you know, giving us x-ray vision with you. Honestly. Yeah, I thought we would just be looking at your chair or whatever. Yeah. My body's too powerful for that, everybody. <laughs> nope, not But man, I'm doing, I'm doing great because Marvel happened last night and I'm still reeling off that high. So For nice. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm still feeling pretty good. About those conversions. Mm. Oof, we got almost on here yeah, who we're going to talk about. You, that. you mean the almost conversions? Ah, oh, so sad, I swear. But also just straight up actual conversions. Wow! <laughs> All right. Oh, we're flying around the room. I don't know what you're oh, talking Dr. about. Everything is completely normal right now. I guess we're talking about Marvel. Tubboware just did a box dash and landed yeah. back up. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, we're going to be talking about the Marvel tournament that happened last night. There was a Marvel 3 event that was for Twitch Rivals on Max's stream. We'll talk all about that. In fact, we have Ray Ray on here to come talk about that. Yeah. Give a brief introduction about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the problems that Melee and its tournament scene is running into thanks to Nintendo, Nintendo being a big old jerk face. We'll talk about the final CPT qualifier and then also the uh, community vote for who makes it into Capcom Cup at the very end. And also, we know the groups. We'll talk about those a little bit for Capcom Cup in some far-off time in next year. We don't know exactly when that's going to be. We'll talk about 5-5 five, five matchup stuff. We actually will have to see what topic we're going to talk about because last time we checked... Three of them were tied, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've gotten a message to vote on that, vote now. So hey, or, or make your voice, me. make your voice heard. That's right. Exactly. There's a little bit of other game news to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about the UMK11 patch that came out last week and like how it's going after one week. Uh, there's a couple other tournaments to talk about. There is some upcoming stuff, but yeah, let's begin by talking about the Twitch Rivals Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Lives stream that happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Presented by Maximilian, of course. He was the one who streamed it on his channel, though he did say everybody had the ability to restream. And mm -hmm. uh but ah, man, what a cool event. <laughs> oh, what a cool event for sure, for sure. You know, I, I've I've said it before on this show even multiple times that Marvel Marvel Three in particular has always had this really big player base compared to like a lot of games like i think of uh some games that have had some recent victories that weren't considered like big scenes before and mm -hmm. those scenes are considered growing and, and like huge now and they're just hitting marvel 3 numbers in 2020 right. so that just kind of me to me feels like man this game it it can't it can't die like there's just the, the <laughs> fandom is for the players that play the game love it too much um yeah, Marvel. Marvel's amazing. It's definitely the best spectator fighting game. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to disagree, buddy. 
I mean, it's funny because, you know, this event was called Marvel Lives, and that's always what we chant. But, frankly, I don't think Marvel ever died. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's, it's, like, it just become a meme within itself. Yeah. Of course. No. You know, like, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It's still I mean, here. It always it's kind of a shame because you know I really do feel like Marvel Infinite has a lot of good things about it. Obviously, we know the bad things about it and why it's not as popular and stuff. But between MVC three and even MVC two, right? You know when Yipe yeah. Service throws those old MVC two events, Marvel games just have something about them with just how dirty they are. You know, <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> I think you can say how durable they are because yeah. that's true as well. Because uh, let's talk about this event before we. <laughs> Keep talking about Marvel, and then we'll have uh, Ray Ray on. But this event was for Twitch Rivals. Twitch Rivals is a series that Twitch has been doing for quite some time. They have events, tournament events, that are based around whatever game. Fortnite, Call of Duty, I don't know, whatever. And that's been happening for some time. I don't know, other games, I, I guess. And the shick of it is, is that not only are you like competing to earn money, but also each person who's on it is uh, is streaming their run, so you're like watching different people's runs through whatever the game's tournament is, and and on the mainstream, they're like dipping into different people's streams, yeah. and on the mainstream, which was Max's stream, like you said, they also uh, have a little um, overlay that you can click on, and it'll show you everybody else who's co-streaming it at the same time on their own mm -hmm. side. Uh, everybody else who's competing so it's it's a way not just to like show off some game and to let the players play and earn some money in in the competition but also to spread awareness of the different streamers for those games and to you know get people who are interested in the game uh, a look at who they could be following who streams it more regularly who you know you could help their right. streaming career so I, I really like this I think this is a super cool thing and for it to happen for Marvel 3 must have been a very difficult project. Oh, I mean, yeah. all the things that went into it, right? Oh, as far as the results, you have Marvel had to sign off. I mean, I'm assuming Marvel had to sign off on it. Well, they had their they had their name at the bottom of the stream. The yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it said 2020 copyright Marvel. So Marvel itself absolutely did sign off yeah, on it. Then. Absolutely did. Marvel yeah, and the creator of Strider, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you always have to get the greater Strider in there, too. Yeah. And Capcom. So all three of those, Marvel, Twitch, and Capcom. And also, they had to be cool with playing it on Parsec. It's not just that this was played online on Marvel 3's regular online, which is not good. Yeah. It's that it was on Parsec as well. So Capcom had to sign off on that, presumably. <laughs> And Which is, is wild. I mean, yeah, amazing. Like, amazing. For people who aren't aware how Parsec works, nobody has to own the game except for whoever is hosting it on the Parsec machine. It's like inviting everybody to your house and you're all playing on one, you know, console kind of thing, right? So, you know, to sign off on a Parsec event, which means that... I mean, obviously, all these players already own the game, so there's, like, no way that anybody's going to be like, what? They're freeloading, you know, but still, yeah, yeah. that and also, sign off. Also, the idea on that, you know, to say, like, a player or two is freeloading is kind of ridiculous, right? Yeah, of course. It takes two people to play the game, and you know, that's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous for a fighting game to hold that yeah. standard. <laughs> Not to say that they couldn't, of course. Yeah. Of course. But it's just kind of ridiculous to, to Yeah, I know. Do that. I can't imagine why any company would want to cease and desist some sort of event like Oof. that, but, you know. I can't okay. either. That's pretty wild. I will say, though, I, I was uh, a player in the event. Yes. Um, 
they they did ask us to because we all it was a requirement to stream if you're part of the tribals you stream your perspective at the very least mm -hmm. um, they did ask us to hide the parsec button that appears mm -hmm. uh, and not talk about it quite as much so <laughs> i'm assuming that's why we didn't have like brought to you by parsec or anything like that <laughs> I, I bet you capcom or marvel or whoever kind of was like you can do that just don't really talk about it very right. much. Uh, so yeah, so, was... so so I don't know how they pulled off that online at all. It was kind of a miraculous thing. It was like voodoo magic, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have no uh, idea. One night that code was playable on this magical night of Marvel Lids. <laughs> yeah. There was four thousand dollars on the line. That's what the players yep. were playing for. And just to Briefly run down who was in here: uh, Ryan LV, Cloud Eight Hundred Five, Flocker, Marlin Pie, Dual Kevin, Ray Ray, Flux, Coach Steve, Clockwork, Angelic, Killer Kai, Marvello, Punisher, Full Schedule, iHeart Justice, Rambam, Static Alpha, Priest, Frankie G, Wentinel, Nerd Josh, Super Noon, Tong, Tubaware, Boom, Fr Frank Lotion, Kevin Ha, Milky, Mothman, Mundank, Ramora, KMFP, and Streamburger. So that's a lot of the players who were among the top level when Marvel 3 was still like one of the main competitive tournament games. Mm -hmm. And it's also players who have been on the come up since then. So I think it's a super cool combination of both of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it was. I would say out of 32 players, 27 of them were like top players. Mm -hmm. And then three of them were me, Kevin, and Tong, who I would consider influencers. And then there was like two up and comers. Right. So the, the the bracket was absolutely stacked, Evo champions. I mean, yeah, it just yeah, it was it was it was a tough tournament, <laughs> very tough tournament. So it was For one sure. of those tournaments where like some of those first rounds were like, are you serious? Like what was it? What, clockwork? Oh yeah, and Clockwork and who fought Angelic first yep. round? I was like, one right. of them has to go to losers bracket in round one. Static, Static Alpha in full schedule are two of the best Vipers in the world, and they had to play first round. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yes. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, there were so many good matches. So the way that this went on Max's stream was that, again, they are dipping into other people's streams here and there. And if you wanted to watch every match, then you had to just, like, watch everybody's stream. And just yeah, yeah. There were a bunch of matches happening simultaneously, so that wasn't really feasible. You have to go back and watch if you'd like to do that, which is cool. Again, I mean, it's, they're trying to drive people to these different streams, which is great. Uh, and Max also had some skits. You know, he's a well-known Marvel 3 lover. He did Assist Me series back in the day when Marvel 3 was coming out and Ultimate Marvel 3 was coming out. Um, uh, those were just, you know, funny sets of skits with some of his friends, and he created some memorable characters in doing so. So those characters made a return, which was yep. great as well. Yeah, and cool. since this was on Max's stream, there was also, like, a really nice mix of people. There were people who are just, like, longtime Max fans, and they're there because it's Max. He's mm -hmm. the biggest streamer in fighting games. And there were a lot of other people who were just like, I am down to watch Marvel tonight. Like, I'm super stoked about that. So I really like that the conversations that some of those people had about, for example, what is this amazing character? This character seems unfair. So you kill her, <laughs> comes back to life, and then when she comes back to life, like, she just gets to be anywhere on the screen. She has a homing fireball. Like, what is this? I thought those conversations were super fun to see but from people who weren't as familiar, talking to people who had, like, longtime experts on the game. But also, I mean, also, shout-outs to Max. I mean, the Assist Me stuff was so popular and really did, you know, bring in a lot of people to come and watch 
and get into Marvel and such. And uh, yep. to have that kind of reunion thing was really kind of neat, actually. It was it was cool to see that he brought everybody back and, you know, yeah, had all those sure. little inside jokes going on and everything. So To be fair, not everybody. There was at least one person who played one of the characters in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 who was not invited to be got back on the Assist Me series. Who could that be, David? James, can you put me? Can you can you just show the interview room? <laughs> <laughs> I I well look, I was on there too. Okay, remember I was the uh, ninja scientist there, so you know. Oh, okay. And also, I was never invited. You so. were not. No, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I did Phoenix right on there. God, don't watch it. Don't. It's terrible. Wow. No, it's so good. Watch it. It's Go look it up, guys. David plays Phoenix Wright on Maximilian's Assist Me. It's all over YouTube. Go I enjoy it. I regret bringing this up. <laughs> no, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and it was helping out a friend. You know, we went over to his house and just like, I mean, hung out for I a mean, day. I mean, also, I mean, the other person that was missing was Simmons, right? Like, he just didn't show up at all, right? No, so, he wasn't you know, there, yeah, unfortunately. He wasn't there, which was mysterious. Just they even tried calling him. And, yeah. Uh, like, he didn't pick up. It was very interesting. So Couldn't yeah. make it. Glad to see a Doom there, though. Yeah, of course. Doom so, was there. Of course, Doom was there. Of course. So, I mean, as far as the full results, we can't get into all that. But it was won by Ryan LV with Chun-Li Morgan Phoenix. Second place was Ray Ray with Magneto Doom Sentinel, which is great. I mean, these are, again, two EVO grand finalists, one of them a champion. Uh, a lot of the matches in that top eight, well, just in general, that they showed were super sick, very hype, very exciting. Uh, it was great to watch Marvel. And, and congrats to the players who, many of them seemed still, you know, if close to the top of their game, at least. I mean, they, they looked great. Dude, I mean, without... Because they didn't mention it a lot, but Parsec needs to just, like, be retweeting and blasting this all over the place because, you know, some of the stuff that we were seeing people pull off and almost pull off was ri well, ridiculous. And, and I, like I, I was going to say, I did see them retweeting some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, somebody I saw them uh, tweet or retweet a quote retweet a tweet that was um, Cloud doing the Dante at TAC Infinite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, "This is the best advertisement for Parsec ever, basically." <laughs> yeah. And they and they quote retweeted and were like, "Yeah, haha, or whatever, you know, whatever." Of brand, course, dude. You know. Oh my god. But yeah, so they, they 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 have been embracing that, and honestly, Parsec has really embraced the Marvel Three community a lot. Like they've they've been talking with people and and tos and stuff and DMing people about things and like they're they know they they know that we are relying on them to play Marvel yeah. three oh, in yeah. twenty twenty so mm -hmm. yeah for sure they're they're aware of us and it's just it's just so cool I mean you know Mar Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three twenty twenty and we're playing it online we've made it work somehow and it's just it's it's great because it's just proof right there that you know if a game is good it doesn't die in the fighting game community you know we're gonna keep playing this game because it's so good i mean like david and i both had it in our top three games of the decade you know in the previous decade and it's just it's just I'm so glad to see it back and 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 the response from everybody in the community you seeing like saying like 
oh, it felt so good to see some Marvel or, oh, it felt like it was just like the offline days where it was family and, you know, oh man, I've missed this, you know, and, and, you know, Rick, of course, who was one of the people who helped put on the event, the Hado, you know, saying that we got yipes to yell, Gene, you know, once on, <laughs> on, on the commentary, like he, he was like, my job is done, you know, <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so good. Yeah, he yelled really it several times. <laughs> yeah, a bunch, yeah. It was really great to have him and Steve on commentary for that. I feel like that was a really good pairing for the context it was, of it. Uh, yeah. It was nostalgic, man. It was, it was nostalgic, nostalgic yeah. for sure. And and even on top of just nostalgia, like that, they're really. I mean, obviously, they're both like fantastic commentators. But in this context, where it's like they're just kind of dipping in and out of streams, there's not like you don't have like the whole buildup, like a like an analysis narration or whatever, just wouldn't fit. I feel like for that context. Instead, like dropping in and it's like already two two and they're like oh and they both like freak out like that was just like yeah. a perfect pairing I felt for that I kind mean, of situation. It was good. I was dying half like half like Steve like I forgot which was it was someone's theme song they're like yo you're singing that theme song so much you know your baby coming out singing the theme song or something like <laughs> dude I was dying the whole time dude they were amazing I was it was so good it was and yeah and it got uh someone's asking in the chat it got up to about 35k viewers on Max's stream total I think because everybody was streaming their own and a bunch of people were restreaming the event I think total got up to like 40k or 50, 45 or something like that so it was actually really cool that's great. Um, yeah, yeah, and Milky in the in the chat. I, I will ask Ray that. But also, I saw Mundank in the chat, who I thought was going to win this event. I yeah, had picked Mundank to win the event. Um, he's been dominating. Well, I want to say dominating. He's been putting on really, really good performances at TNS. Uh, but Ray beat him to take second place. So, funny enough, I was actually going to ask Mundank originally to come on the show, yeah. but you know. I asked Ray instead because he took second. So. Dang, yeah, you're just gonna, sorry, gonna, Monday, dude. Monday, sorry, dude. Bible thumbs in the chat for Monday. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I love you, man. I love watching you play, but you know, you know, and it's could be fair to Ray. I would ask Ryan LV, but Ryan LV has no interest in talking to anyone. So I would have invited you, but you lost. So you, know. I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Turns out that wasn't just money on the line here. But there was an invitation to, to some Tuesday night show. <laughs> right. Oh man. No, that was also the other interesting thing. You know, Ryan L V obviously took first place. Ray Ray in second place here. Uh I mean that's pretty impressive, right? The old guard still sticking in here, even with all the new guys coming in and playing a bunch. And uh, you know, some of them I feel like are being reared on this online parsec environment and uh still ryan lv continuing his best in marvel streak since the last evo that had umvc3 and then ray ray just he was playing on some like he was like a man possessed and uh got all the way to second place and i mean he won the first bracket like three the first uh set three oh versus right he was on something dude it was crazy I, uh, you know, as good as Ray looked last night, I feel like he's not even at his at his peak. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is peak Ray Ray. I mean, we, we can ask him about it, but yeah. I feel like peak Ray Ray is better than Ray in 2020 for sure. Uh, Ryan Elvito, that dude is a machine. <laughs> I, if you would have shown me that footage, I would have been like, 
if you told me it was like 2015, 2016, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is this is Ryan LV playing Ray Ray on a bad day. That's like exactly what I would have thought. Like Ryan LV hasn't changed at all. That dude is. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't understand how he a was able to like take Marvel and break it down in the way that he did. Essentially, you know, changed the way the game is thought of and played. Right. Uh, and also. As far as I know, like, who is he practicing against for the past three years? Like, I, I haven't heard from Ryan. I, I saw of MBCI, and he was kind of like, eh, I don't like it that much. And that was that. Now, last I heard of like, who is he been playing it against, man? He still is tip-top. Yeah, that dude is wild, man. I mean, what look, a talented, talented, hardworking guy. Honestly, mm. it, it's, it's interesting because this happens with uh, one fighting game players. Uh, we used to play like hyper fighting a long time ago, all the time, uh, with this core group of people. A whole bunch of people moved on to other fighting games, but one person did not. And then we gathered like ten years later, and that one person who never moved on, even though he hadn't played in years, looked like he was just like it was like picking up a bicycle, dude. Like it's crazy. <laughs> so I bet you that's what it was for Ryan LV. Like his Possibly, his, yeah. his brain is just UMVC three. He has nothing to detract from that. Sure, sure. Yeah, I've always I mean, thought, if you play a game enough, it begins to seep into your hands. It's like <laughs> your brain anymore. And when your hands get on the controller or the stick or whatever it is, you, you just remember it because it's yeah. in the bones. It's not even in your brain. Uh, but yeah, he looked great. You don't think he's playing with like secret top level player Ruin? I mean, this is, he probably up. plays a Ruin sometimes, but. <laughs> Come on, man. You can only play Zero May Cry so many times, you know? Like, well, what I thought was, experience. speaking of Zero, is that, you know, looking over the characters, there actually was only one Zero in top eight. I thought that was kind of interesting, and it was Flocker at seventh place. It was, and I was so mad I lost to Flocker. I was, I was, yeah, I was, dude, right. I still am salty. If I could go back in time, I still think I'd beat him. Like, I, I've never, I've never been so upset about a 3-0 loss in my life. Because usually I'm just like, yeah, I do whoop my ass. Like, I, I, I got wrecked. I don't... I still don't feel like I lost. Like, I still feel like, oh, yeah, I moved on to beat Flocker, no big deal. But the dude went on to beat Punisher 3-0, and then whoever else and made it in the top eight, I'm just like, you know what? Maybe he's a god. I just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I think he's just playing at a different level. I just don't get it. It's wild. Yeah, that, that's a good call there, uh, Kashik. So next... Uh... Next week, we're going to have a Parsec event here of Tubo versus Flocker. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'll play anyone, anytime. I'll take my tunnels. I, it's fine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is there anything else that you want to say about this event? I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. I actually did. I wanted to kind of highlight the fact that uh, this wasn't just for Marvel. Like, this was very much yeah. a net positive for the FGC. Yes. Uh, most fighting game players have no clue what the hell a Twitch Rivals is. That's true. Now, now every single one of them knows. Right. Okay. Uh, it's it's a it's a very 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 important event I think for the FGC, and I'm willing to bet that we see it for other games now too. Yeah. I hope for games that don't have as much as a highlight, like maybe Uniel or killer instinct or you know something sam show just something that like is played but maybe not as much as other games or even maybe like a cvs2 maybe we get all some old school stuff going i don't know how that works with emulation and all that like maybe there's some issues right. there but yeah but regardless like yeah i want to see some stuff that people aren't 
like Street Fighter Five and Dragon Ball and Mortal Kombat and Tekken, they all got their own thing. We don't need them on Twitch Rivals. I want I want the the little guys to get a chance, kind of yeah, like Marvel I, did. So. I feel like Killer Instinct is just right there. It's just sitting right there. Max, you know? I mean, it's it's almost like Max has some pull, and maybe he can make that happen. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's seriously. Weird. All the cards are aligning. Great netcode, super hype, crazy ass game. Maximilian can host it again. You know, there's just so much about, and it's got that kind of uh, underground uh, community there as well. So I feel like there's a lot potential for that game. So there you go. It was great. I, I just feel like Marvel is one of those games that brings together the FGC the most. Mm -hmm. I don't think any other game cuts it when it comes to that. Not everybody plays Marvel or or ever played Marvel, but like everybody in I shouldn't say that it is the most commonly preferred viewer fighting game, yeah, right? Among people on the yeah. FGC. So if you know, there's a lot of people who only care about the game that they care about. But like, if you at all care about more stuff, you care about Marvel most likely. And <laughs> it's, it was always a blast to be at events in person when Marvel came on because. Everybody was into it. Like, I'd be there hanging out with the Street Fighter players and the NRS players and the Tekken players, and we're all just having a blast, like, because of Marvel. Whereas then if it was like, well, MK is up next, like, oh, everybody else is out of there. Or Street Fighter is <laughs> up next, everybody else is out of there. Like, the other games just don't really have that kind of um, uh, experience that Marvel has. Yeah, I mean, I tweeted after the event was over, how many of you busted out Marvel training mode like I'm doing right now? And I actually got a lot of responses from people like, dude, Marvel Training Mode is the most fun game. I just like playing in that. <laughs> or like, yeah, I'm terrible at this game, but I just busted out these characters just to have fun. Like, everybody's played it. Not everybody's necessarily good at it or can compete at it at all, but it's just, it's so much fun to play, dude. It's just, like, that's why I've always said, if I get trapped on an island by myself, and I didn't have access to play against anybody else, and I had to have one fighting game, 100% it would be Marvel 3. Uh, Tubo and I played a first to 20 yesterday. It just turned into that. I got smoked, obviously, but uh, we played a first to 20. After we were done, I stayed on there for like another three hours. I'm not even going to lie. Nice. Like, I was still doing training mode for like three hours afterwards, dude. Yeah. It's just, it's so addicting. Like, it, it's so hard to stop playing this game because you're just like, oh crap, I just learned something new. Oh my god, this is, this is nuts, dude. Like, the game... You know, uh, who was it who was talking about this uh, game feel? Someone was talking about that was, this. That was me. I brought that up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about game yeah, Marvel feel. Marvel 3 has the best game feel of any fighting game I've ever touched. Yeah, yeah. Marvel 3 has that. that. It, you just feel sick when you're landing shit all the time, dude. It's, yeah, you it's do. It's so good, dude. Ugh. I feel super sick to be there, like, mashing on Stand H with an invincible twirling buzzsaw behind me. It feels super sick. <laughs> <laughs> so you I just feel like a jerk. That's what you want. That's that's all you care about in fighting is just feeling like a jerk, and you can accomplish that with Hulk Hager. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what a blast! Uh, all right. Well, anything else to say here? I see Max is in the chat. What's up, man? Great job yesterday. Oh yeah, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Shout out. I, to... Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Shout out to Max. Obviously, that was awesome. Thank you, Max. Like I said, um, shout-outs to getting the whole team back together as well. That was really cool, except for 
Simmons, like I said, who just mysteriously couldn't make it. So couldn't just, make it. Have you have you called on him to make sure that he's okay or anything like that, Max? I just I just yeah, he might be he might be pissed when you find out that there was an event and he wasn't in it. I know, right? I, it's like <laughs> it's so frustrating for him. I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah. anyways. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you want to bring Rary on here? Yeah, yeah let's, let's bring on this. I'm a message. Okay. I think he just has to unmute himself. Yep. Here. Hold on. It's so crazy. What was your favorite technical moment? Everybody's favorite technical moment was the conversion that almost was it wasn't even that it it was a dropped combo but we can talk to ray ray about that let's bring him on here and ask him about that dropped combo that's the first question that <laughs> dude i've never seen the internet get so hype over a combo that what didn't happen <laughs> just the attempt right <laughs> yo i i think david said in one of our our group chats that it feels like he had uh, combo blue balls. Yeah, you left, you left the entire thirty-five thousand some people watching Max's stream with blue balls, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that that was uh, uh. So in my stream, I was I wasn't talking about the environment we were playing in too often, but that was the one time I was like, yo. This is the one time I got to use the excuse of online. When the foot dive hit, I had to confirm it, right? I knew it was going to work, but I had to confirm it. And the dash was just a frame or two too late. Yeah. And that's the one time I was like, yo, I, I'm going to be salty for a second. I'm going to blame online there. That's online. So, <laughs> so you... I was, I was completely, you know... You, you feel like that combo thing. before then, right? So... You, you, have... you have practiced that before, right? Like, that was, that was a conversion you knew. That wasn't yeah, like... Um, that's the sort of thing I was good at because when when I play training mode, I'm 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 not good at grinding the stuff that you're supposed to be grinding. I just kind of, I just kind of dance, I freestyle, and 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 that's why I convert the way I do because I just learn what the character is capable of, and I just from there, whenever the situation comes up, I I just I recall on it, and then instantly it's just there. I don't know. That's awesome. So the but, situation that was a little bit before that, where um, uh. Phoenix teleported above you. You had laser finger super out, and you had mm -hmm. like another super ridiculous confirm. Was that something that you had specifically practiced, or were you just like freestyling that one as well? That one is is, is a pretty common conversion off of the finger lasers. You you, you know the reason why Doom is so fun in training mode compared to the rest of the cast is because the outrageous hit stun he has. Everything connects to everything. So if you just if you just try anything, it's going to work. And you just press any four buttons you want and make them land and then press the next four buttons <laughs> in any order you want. And that's what Doom does. <laughs> well, like I, as, as a pure spectator, I find most Dooms really boring, actually. But true. your your Doom is something else, man. It's one of the one of my one of the things in Marvel that I most love watching is your Doom. And then the second Doom is like not even on the radar for me. Oh come I, on, clockwork. Dude. Even clockwork, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like second Doom is not even on the radar for him. He's not. Dang. Okay. Well, first actually, of all, I think what, what what separates my Doom is like my knowledge of push blocks. I keep I maintain the pressure where other people don't because I know how push block works in and out, and I just stay in there forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, first of all, before we keep keep going forward, I just wanted to say yeah. congratulations. I mean, nice job, second place finish over there. Really, yeah. really awesome. 
uh, play there. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I really want to know, like, how are you feeling about this crazy UMVC three revival? I know you're playing in the Tampa Never Sleeps all the time, and then to have this be on Twitch Rivals, I mean, how does it make you feel I, to see Marvel three getting all this attention? You know, seemingly almost kind of out of nowhere recently. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Honestly, I like, I know, like, I know we all. Like I played, I participated in the event, and I know we all watched it. I know it was crazy. I, I don't, I still don't understand how it even came to be. <laughs> like, you know, I was, I, I had the stream up I, while I, while I was streaming my own, and I see, like the the, the trademark, the corporation, the twenty twenty Marvel, and I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just confused. I still don't know how it happened, but <laughs> goddamn, I'm happy you did. Who knows? How the hell did Maximilian pull that off, yo? You should, but, you, I mean, should you should actually thank your boy Rick, the Hotto who runs Combo Breaker. He, I mean, he mm. works at Twitch, so he had a lot to do with that happening too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he put in he put in a lot of work to to make that happen. So, yeah, yeah. So you you was it the case that you like took time off for Marvel for a while and you're back to it now, or have you just been playing it this whole time? I, uh, as far as playing it, um huge chunks of breaks but like like earlier this year was reflex remember it was literally the day yeah. before at least in new york right. the day before quarantine right yeah. and we we were grinding for that it was like a month and a half of grinding for that then uh you know long break parsec started to become just slightly more you know i kept people kept tweaking the settings making it more and more playable and then the mm-hmm. the cloud servers someone figured out a way to use the cloud servers for us to play fighting games and it just it's been taken off since there you know tong's been streaming it for two and a half three months Shout outs to Dat Hazy. He's one of the, I think he's the guy who kind of did most yeah, of the work the tutorial. on making that work. Yeah. Yeah. Him and uh, Jason Game Dev, yeah. I think mm-hmm. he really broke that stuff down. So that's, that's super dope. Yeah, but I mean, uh, talk to me about this a little bit. Now, obviously, you know, you said that that one drop, there was definitely a little bit of online. I mean, some of the stuff that you guys were pulling off during the tournament, I swear, I was just like, there's no way you can do any of this shit, like, online, off the <laughs> But you guys were pulling that up. I mean, is it just adjustment? I mean, like, how do you make that slight adjustment to play, you know, maybe potentially coast, coast matches and such? Does it feel close enough to offline for you guys? Uh, it was... So I don't know if we can talk about some of the technical aspects, but some of the matches were split to regions and then central. Oh, but yeah. with the central one, you just kind of, you avoid using visual cues. You just go by field. Mm. Every combo works exactly the same since it's, it's you know, it's, I don't know if it's technically rollback, but your inputs don't get dropped. So right. if you input right. it with yeah. your eyes closed, but it's the proper timing, it's always going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not rollback. And, it is like peer-to-peer, but... But yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't drop your input. Right, and, and not all. only that, but the input delay never fluctuates. It doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And right. the right. same. And the game will never slow down because it's being played offline. So there is that consistency factor, which is nice. Yeah. So. And I mean, and you guys were talking about the the, the quote unquote feel of Marvel Three. There's yeah. no game that you can never question if you inputted something properly. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, the, the famous, like, I tech that. This is the one game where, no, you did not tech that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What, what, is it, what is it about Marvel 3? I mean, I, I know it's a game that you love, but what is it about this game that draws you to it so much and that you, well, let me know if you haven't felt it with any other game, but if that's the case, what, why is that? Um... I thought about this a lot throughout the years. I think it's, uh, I really believe this, by the way. I think it's the one game where the description, like a sandbox fighting game fits. I think it's the only game mm-hmm. where, uh, not, to, not to dump on Tong or anything, but 
you can have you can have like the execution of Tong who struggles with doing DPS, <laughs> or you can be like full schedule and have seventeen buttons on your stick. You can go like you can go either like the disparity is that big, but you can like will your <laughs> gameplay. Your, you know, people talk about the expression, but you can will your play style into yeah. the game. And it's the I really believe it's the only game that truly allows that. Not the dump on Tong, but that guy sucks. <laughs> but even if you suck no, just bad at you still have the ability to be somewhat successful. Yeah. I mean, even idiots can play this game. No, but to me, that's yeah. amazing. I don't know. It, it is. It is. I, I fully agree with you, actually. No, I mean, speaking of, you know, that kind of situation here. Now, obviously, you did really well. You 3-0'd, reset in the bracket. But I do want to critique you on one thing. You did lose one game to a tubaware. Uh, in the tournament, like, what's your excuse on that? Facts. You know, Facts. Uh, listen, I'm gonna tell you guys what happened here. Ray knew that when you come up with a man of my stature, a triple threat, a commentator, a player, an influencer, that you just can't fuck with this. So Ray was like, "Oh, I'm so nervous," and he air dash and popped X Factor right away. Literally, was 90, like, there was still 99 is. seconds on the clock, and I had it really was. Literally, <laughs> when it happened, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna win this game." He fucked up. I somehow hit it with my left. With my I was left like, "Yeah, I, was I like, don't know how I did it." Yeah, I mean, yo, like, real talk, Ray. I, I, I didn't even earn that game. Ray was kind of was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> but I'm not gonna mean, uh, hold that L forever. <laughs> so Tupperware, you you were in the chat. I, I, you know, I shared how nervous I was feeling. And I, I, I was like, yo, this is weird because I have like, I somehow have the major tournament nerves, but there's no humans around me. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, being yeah, amplified yeah. and I, I, it I didn't actually, like it. I didn't like it at all. Oh no, I was mad nervous too. And I, it felt like an offline event. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, maybe because I haven't competed all year in like an offline event, something with like stature and being something on the line made mm-hmm. me feel like this is real again. And maybe yeah. that's why I was nervous, but... Also, like on your stream, Milky and I think Monday, I think when you beat them, you popped off. You were, yeah. you were, you were amped. What was that about? Was, I mean, you were, I think you said something like, I'm at home alone and I'm popping off and it feels weird or something like that. Uh, I mean, it's Marvel, but like, how are you not going to pop off? Yeah. What? Facts, facts. It's that same thing, right? You get that sick conversion that you just kind of made up and you're just like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm sick, you know? <laughs> Oh man! But I mean, Definitely. a lot of people were saying that it felt like an offline event. It felt like that family kind of atmosphere, despite the no, fact seriously. that everybody. I mean, like, talk to me about describe that. Like, what do you feel like it was just a particularly a Marvel thing, or you know, what made it feel that way to you? I think it was. Hmm, I think it was like a culmination of the fact that it's Marvel, but also that this is like a, a an event of this size that's truly a grassroots. If that makes sense. Like, it's like an ode to, to how the FGC used to be. And uh, plus, it's like, like like you guys were talking about it earlier. There is no, there's no spectator game like Marvel where, where every single, no matter where you come from, a fighting game you come from, you enjoy watching it. So I think it's just like, like I said, the perfect storm of, of everything that could have gone well for an event like this. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think for me, like, the reason I felt like that is because it was all the old Marvel players for the yeah. most part. Like I said, there's like maybe two or three like new guys, like Milky there or Streamburger. But other than that, it was people I've known for eight years. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's family. Marvel, the Marvel community, like we we go pretty hard for each other. So Yeah. When it comes to playing in this kind of situation online by yourself, you got your boxers on, wherever it is. Is that is that a situation that you don't 
you feel more comfortable in situations where you're like on a stage, you got people cheering for you? Which <laughs> of those two things do you prefer? So uh, it reminded me, um, like in 2017, we, 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 you know, we partnered up with like Red Bull and did that Danger Room. I don't know if anyone remembers that event. Yeah. But yeah, it felt like I was having like heart palpitations. I, I could not play <laughs> in that environment at all. Oh, it was too silent. And mind you, I mean, mm. I came up in the Northeast region and regardless of the size, you know how rowdy that can get. And <laughs> there was no headphones. Sometimes you'd have to play on a CRT, sometimes on a monitor, sometimes on a laggy monitor. And these were round, like, but just, it'd be like two inches from you in the crowd, max. And, and, and that's where I feel my most, the most comfortable, you know? No headphones, can't hear the game, people yelling. <laughs> Obscenities and all, you know? Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, now, look, you've been playing the same team for a lot of time. It's a long time. Everyone knows that you have, like, the best Sentinel around, right? But I saw someone, like, in the chat or someone was like, when are you going to pick a real anchor, Ray Ray? <laughs> is this going to happen or is Whackbot going to be uh, the anchor forever for you? Uh, forever, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the only thing... Uh, the only thing I would, that would make me like disparage the game is the duo Morgan Phoenix. I actually believe that that's the only thing in the game that kind of just like eradicates a good chunk of the of the game, like a, <laughs> a good chunk of the characters of the uh, of the variety. But without that duo in front of me, it's always possible with Sentinel. You know, mm -hmm. it's always possible with any. Like I said about Tong earlier and everyone else, uh, you can <laughs> you can literally will your gameplay if you play the characters and and and. Uh, you use their tools correctly, you know, within the context of the game. Right. Even if you don't know how to do ZFs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I, I do I do actually disagree with you, James. What's that? I, I don't think Ray is the best sentinel. Really? Very clearly G C Yoshi. G C Yoshi. Oh. G C Yoshi will walk yeah, up to the at Evo with that ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's very clearly Jason. That's the best. That's the best Sentinel in the world. Yeah. Sentinel got two buttons. Right. <laughs> he doesn't need anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh man. But I mean, like, uh, what, what do you what do you feel about like for the future of? I mean, did you play MVCI that much? Actually, first of all, like, did you play a lot of MVCI? Yeah, yeah. I only went to I went to like three events. I got top three at the the, the Chicago one. I lost to Sonic. I lost first round. The problem with that game with me is I absolutely hated it. I hated it from the second I played it. <laughs> the, the problem is that game is shit. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I know I, a lot of people called me out because I remember talking about how much I loved the game. But once I owned the game and went to training mode, I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is, this. We can't call this a fighting game. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's just being honest. I don't want to shit on the game. But I really did feel that way. But I mean, the game... It was, it was a game, I guess. <laughs> okay. That's it what, that's we'll move past that. It existed in late 2017. I'll get to the next part of my question here then. We, we, we'll <laughs> dwell on that. But I mean, like, how do you feel about, like, the future of UMVC3? Do you think that this is just going to, like, is this going to just be one of those games that's going to get revived and last the test of time? Do you think, you feel like with this momentum, we'll be playing this game for, like, the next five years or something? The next ten years, maybe? I think with uh, uh, with how we're playing with Parsec now, and it, when on when offline events uh, eventually return, I think like like both of those together can keep the game going for for as long as we wanted to go. You know, 
yeah, Marvel, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm. Uh, I mentioned it on the show, I think last week, but before Combo Breaker was canceled, uh, back in like January, the tournament already had like 130, 140 people in the bracket. <laughs> so that will be four that was, like, Yeah, four months in advance. <laughs> uh, so Rick will probably get mad at me for saying that, but whatever. I mean, it's, he can deal. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like he, like we were, like I said, we were coming home from Frosty Fossils. He's like, "Do you want to know how many people are in Marvel 3? And I was expecting like eighty, and he was like, "Yeah, there's like 140." I was like, "Jesus, wow. man!" Like we're we're gonna have a 250, you know, person Marvel bracket in 2020 if Combo Breaker actually happens. So yeah, look, yeah, I, I, I remember I, it was gonna be a main game on CEO as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, we were so Marvel is already kind of Marvel Three is already kind of making that resurgence. And I think maybe that's what inspired people to really push in Parsec, because people want to play this damn game. We just need a way how. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah honestly, honestly the, the whole Parsec, going, right? like, the whole Parsec Mar- train came from Marvel, right? So, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, David. What were you saying? Sorry. Uh, first of all, I'm turning green. But second of all, <laughs> Marvel Two, right? Marvel Two is still out there. People are still playing Super Turbo. Still playing Third Strike. Exactly. I don't. I don't see why Marvel Three wouldn't just last forever. Those games are already doing it. ST is a quarter century old at this point, right? Why mm-hmm. just keep playing a game if you love it? The scene's still going. It's clearly still there, uh, even without this kind of event. You know, community's been putting on stuff already. So yeah, I don't see why it would go away. I think that's awesome. Uh, okay. I got now. Just a, like. Obviously, with this interest in Marvel 3 now, you got all these people sitting here like watching and going like, oh my god, this is exciting. I, I had mentioned before you jumped on here that a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, I love the game, but I'm bad at it, you know, whatever. Like, if there are new players now, so like a whole bunch of people watching right now are like, oh, you know what? I want to get into this, but I'm terrible at the game. Like, what kind of advice would you give them? And like, like... Do you feel like they have the ability to catch up to 10 years of Marvel knowledge at this point, you know? That's the problem with every Versus game, though. Like, there's so many intricate moments that you just kind of memorize by feel through playing so much. You need it. Like, you need the million games. You need the 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm, But for a beginner, I would would actually suggest that you just grind your B&Bs. Grind your B&B so you get that satisfaction that when you do land that Helmbreaker, when you do land that giant hurt box thing, you can do the combo. And then Man, that was literally what I told James last night. He's <laughs> like, where do you think I am as a player? I was like, dog, learn your combos. Like, learn <laughs> a real Doom combo. Learn, learn Amy combos. You'll feel so much better when you actually do get a hit. Mm-hmm. Dude, you said dog because I was using Amy, Exactly, right? so, yeah. I was talking directly to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But, All right. I mean, like, would you, because obviously the online is not very good, right? So uh, is there, like, a good place that, like, a Discord or something that everybody can get into where they can <laughs> hook up with other beginner players maybe that try to learn some Marvel or anything? Oh, for sure, for sure, the the the, the Tampa Never Sleeps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah what definitely. they've been doing, they've been hosting these amateur brackets, I think, bi-weekly, and they, they get surprisingly big numbers. And I'm not sure what, like, what the requirements are if you have to have, like, a, just never enter the tournament or something. I don't know, but they—I they, mean—they they have numbers and it keeps growing. And then the Friday tournaments you have seen last week, we had an 84-man bracket on Friday, and it's, it's that's the place to be if you want to play more. Uh, also, if you go on uh, Reddit, the MVC3 uh, Reddit has a Discord, an official UMVC3 Discord. And what were you about to say, David? Oh no, it's all right. I didn't have anything to say. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it seemed like, you know, you really had something to say, and someone kept talking over you. So I want to make honestly, sure you got your turn, David. Honestly, what I need to do is probably do these segments with a headset on because I'm listening through David through the speakers and Discord has this weird delay like when David first starts talking he's really quiet and then it comes up and so I keep accidentally talking over him my bad that's not intentional at all so <laughs> uh. all right Ray I got this weird friend all right here's a weird story I got this weird friend <laughs> oh, who God. Loves a particular tweet that you tweeted. This is what you wrote on July. Oh, I already know what it is. Oh, do you? Okay, it. fine. It's July 20th in 2018. Oh, Quote, no. Son, this guy in the bathroom looked like a giant ass baby. I'm tripping. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what was that? July 2018. Yeah. That had to have been like probably, right? Yeah, what's it in July? There's, uh, CEO's in June. I'll, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Was there no picture associated with this tweet? Is this? Nah, I mean, it was a year ago. You want me to whip out a camera, son? Come on. I, please don't. I mean, it would be funnier if you did, but don't do that. Don't take pictures. Okay. Yeah, but what about him? Looked like a baby. That's what I want to know. I, I think he was like just just bald head, shaved face, and just just the right kind of pudgy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> fetal position, fetal position right. in the bathtub, maybe or something. <laughs> well, I got a specific DM making sure that I asked you that question, so oh, I've done funny. my job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right, uh, well, anything else that you want to plug or bring up? What else are you doing? Yeah, you, you stream and stuff. Yo, oh, actually, well, I guess it's probably not a thing right now since COVID, but you did stand up comedy for a while too, right? Mm -hmm. what, was, what, was, what was that all about what, like how, how did that go tell us about that i there was a surprisingly like large number of similarities with getting good in fighting games you know like paying your dues like like you join the tournament every week you pay your ten dollars you get washed and you run it back and you train <laughs> mode and you get washed. Uh, except this time when you're getting washed you're you're you know, you're dying a thousand deaths on stage, you know, time slows down, <laughs> you feel every sweat trickle down your body and it's just painful. It's just painful. But uh, it's I think the same thing required to get good at stand up is what's required in fighting games where you just have to be honest and you have to continue to reassess, continue to tweak and experiment until someday it clicks. And yeah, I. I I'm not the most outgoing person or, or like like I'm not with that public speaking or anything, but it's it's something I mean it's something I always wanted to do. I tried it, I seem to be okay in it, got a couple <laughs> opportunities. And yeah, I, I mean I haven't done it. My last mic was on January, then I started to focus for reflex. Right. I told myself I'd give myself two months and then I'll jump right back in full force and then COVID happened. Oh, you know? right, so right, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is kind of similar, too, because when you're on stage, the punchline, you have to feel how the audience is. And so you want to change mm -hmm. the punchline slightly, deliver it differently kind of thing. You know, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of that kind of reaction and conversion, you know, of, of the stray hit kind of thing, you know. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was just curious about that, man. I know we had talked about it at tournaments and stuff, but. Dude, I don't so know if the cool. people knew about Ray Ray the comedian. I didn't know. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, we also have what is it? Uh, Black Skills does it, and uh, Andy Ma yeah. Comedy does some stand. We need to get like an FGC stand up show, dude. Let's let's do this. <laughs> Twitch rivals the FGC stand up, dude. <laughs> that would be sick, actually. Yeah. 
Combo Breaker Comedy Hour. But yeah, talk to me about uh, other stuff you got going on. Plug some stuff. What's up? I mean, I'm pretty sporadic with my streams, but lately I've been consistent. So just follow me on stream. Same as my Twitter, the the, the Ray Ray One Nine W U N. I don't. I'm not too active. I mean, I've been pretty distant with the community, but my streams have been pretty pretty active. So that's the best place. That's all I really do now. All right. Yeah. Well, congrats again on yesterday, and I hope it keeps going. I'm sure it will. Yeah, man, so thanks too. for coming on. Yeah. Appreciate and, it. Uh, it thanks, fun. thanks once again, man, for being flexible in the timing. Sorry that I yeah. threw up time zones. We're trying to work in three different ones at once. So, <laughs> Tubo, Tubo sends me a DM at 4:20 Pacific time, and he's like, "Hey, dude, so we're going on in 10 minutes, right?" And There's no reason at all at 4:20 that I would be a little discombobulated. No, no that's not none at all. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> None at all, by not the way. Not you. Not you. No. Nah. <laughs> it was 70 minutes later. Uh, but yeah, hey, thanks again for coming on. Appreciate it. Of course, man. Anytime. All right, all right Ray. Have a good one, Omi. Later. All right. Well, that was cool. Yeah. yeah Ray Ray. Oh, but again, congratulations to him. Second place at yeah. that event. And just uh, like I said, there was something about the way that he was playing that I just felt like he was on some he was on some MVC UMVC three high, dude, because the he was playing out of his mind once it got later in the tournament, dude. It was so nice. So good. <laughs> yeah, I mean once you get warmed up and you get that rhythm and you have the feel for the Parsec servers, you're you'll play all right. Yeah. And like I said, the nice thing about it too is like when you play on the Parsec servers, one of the biggest advantages is rarely a fluctuation in input lag. And, you know, the game's not going to slow down on you or anything like that. The game's not doing any processing. So it's just taking the input. So it's kind of nice. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, you want to move on now to talk about the uh, melee stuff? Well, let's take a break real quick. And then uh, when we do that, we'll come back and definitely talk about this is a big topic, obviously, uh, the melee scene stuff that's going on. But we'll do that right after this break. So stick around. Do not go anywhere. Man, David, when are you going to see my Honda? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I've been playing with uh, DeBoner. He's been bodying me. That's such a good character for you as well, Tubo. <laughs> yeah, that's why I started playing him. I think he's the most Tupperware character in that Yeah, game. I think so, too. I can see that. Because you, you can play him in different ways. Like, you, you don't need to play the way that I play or that somebody else plays. He's really open to that. He, he has a lot of potential for bully status, and I think that's good for you. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to look up some tutorial stuff or even maybe just, like, pick David's brain about... How to keep pressure going after a certain situation? Oh, dude, what if I made like a fifty-minute-long video that was like, here's honestly, literally everything about it. Honestly, at this point in my life, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you got nothing like, going on. I, I would skip through the crap that I don't need to know. Like, here's his normals and how they work. Oh, and no, I, no, I would I skip through that. No, crap. I, don't even, I don't even do that part. Oh, you're just gonna sit there and try to do a combo for like five minutes while you talk to the screen? No, no, it was all really planned out. Like, it was as efficient as I could be. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go wow. get some more food. I'll be right back. It's not a 55-minute match. It's a, it's a neutral, neutral, medium attack. 27 slash. <laughs> 
don't know if you saw Giuna's tweet. I don't know if that guy was joking, because Giuna tweeted out, he was like, oh, looks for a character guide, sees 55 minutes, 27 seconds, and someone started going off about number, numpad notation, or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's too long for a tutorial. A character, a character tutorial for a beginner should be, like, no longer than five minutes. You should, be like, you should be like, here are the normals, here's how you use them, here's your special moves, here's how you use them, here's some really basic combos, here's your basic game plan, good luck. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that should be your tutorial for beginners, otherwise people see like 50 minutes and there's like, I'm not going to watch all that, and there's no way there's 50 minutes of good information in there. There's no way. Dude, Sejam was doing those, you know, those two-minute tutorials. I was going to yeah. make one for Lucia, where it was basically just like, all right, so this is what you want to do with Lucia. First of all, you know, she has the burn... Well, before I get into the burn kick, let me talk about crouching medium kick and the range of it. It's not as good as the range. You know, her standing medium kick, the thing about her, you know, and just like ramble for like two minutes and then just cut it off, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just focus on that one button. Because I have no idea how to be concise, dude. Like, I literally have no, no ability to be concise. No, we've so never noticed that about you, James. Dude, I mean, that's why the fucking first attack stuff, dude. Like, shit, dude. Although, I will say, they seem to be a little more evergreen. Like, they're, 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 the, the number of views on all the first attack stuff is going up steadily, constantly. Which means people are finding them, interestingly enough, so I might have to jump back into it at some point and start <coughs> continuing forward where I was going, and maybe there are some people willing to sit down and watch, you know, 18 hours of fighting game tutorials on how to Man, play. also, also, YouTube algorithms are real weird. Did you know there's, like, certain times of day you're supposed to upload things for maximum views? What? Really? Dude, look it up. YouTube is wild. It is wild how their algorithm works and what they show people when they search and blah, 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 blah. Huh. Yeah. All so right, I'm ready. Come on. That's a thing. Quit stalling out here. So should I, just, should I upload the Tuesday show at 2 p.m. then? <laughs> dude, dude, maybe. Like, it's, it's weird how the YouTube algorithms work, yeah. Dude, it's, Super so, weird. it's so crazy, Lance Muscles. Like, I was on a tweet thread with a bunch of Lucia players, and I was the one actually trying to defend that she wasn't bottom five, and everybody else was like, dude, she's clearly bottom five. Like, she sucks. Lucia, Lucia is definitely a mid to upper mid tier character. Right. I, I think Absolutely. I think it's mid, maybe, at best, but the interesting thing is, like, Nobody plays her. There's not even a single Lucia like specialist out there except for Sevele. That's it's because crazy. that game has too many characters now. What's that? That that's because that game has too many characters now. Yeah, but I mean every character has somebody messing with them, you know, but like nobody plays Lucia. She's one of the only characters that never made a top eight in CPT, and it's just like it is like it's hard for me to keep trying to argue that this character is not bad, but oh, it's crazy. Alright, let's come back. Alright. Let's do this. Alright, hey. everybody, welcome back to the Tuesday show. Thanks again to Ray Ray for coming on and having a nice little chat with us. But let's move on to some other uh, less savory topics here. A little bit more of a downer. 
Well, yeah, man, I, we, were, we went from the highest high to... Well, I thought this was a nice thing that Max had to say in the chat while we were on break. He said that uh, he chose Marvel 3 for this event as it was the last Capcom fighting game that was universally loved. Felt like being a Capcom fighting game fan has had a rough road for a long time, and hopefully the event was a reminder of better times. I just think that's a really nice sentiment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. Cool. And, and he also said in the chat that uh, they'll get to do something again. He just needs a break in between events. So cool. this is not the last time we'll see Twitch Rivals FGC edition. So that's dope. Good. Sick. Good. Dang. Three months of prep, two months of tournament back end, and you were in pre-production and editing of the Assist Me sequences for about 200 plus hours. Yeah, I know. You're a, you're a worker out there. There's no doubt about that, dude. I mean, that was a uh, cool thing, too. I mean, like, you know, shout outs to him for not accidentally having a dude in jeans and a watch in the background of the of the shot or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, he did a good job, you know, making sure he wore the same shirt, everything, not trying to spoil the magic or anything, you know. <laughs> But uh, it was really cool that, you know, oh, yeah, and he had a baby on top of everything. So <laughs> <laughs> what a time. Congrats again. All right. Anyways, all right, all right. anyways I'm going to restart the timer here. Yes. Boom. Let's go. Boom. Nintendo. What a bunch Sunder. of jerks, baby. Yeah. All right. Here's the story. So there was going to be a big Smash tournament coming up in the beginning house. of December called the Big House. It's a long running series. It's one of the big majors. And they received a season desist from Nintendo, of course, the rights holder in the Smash Bros. game. Um, essentially being like, because you're using Slippy, we are not going to let you play Smash. Uh, we're not going to let you run the tournament. And this is not just for Melee, which is what Slippy's the emulator for. Well, what, what is Slippy, real quick? Okay, yeah. sure. So Slippy is an emulator that um, will let you play Melee online, essentially. Uh, and not just online, but with rollback, and there's all sorts of other little cool things in there as well, like stat tracking. It's like a really complex, super cool idea. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's awesome, and it's all it's all just made by you know dude in the community, and Nintendo had nothing to do with it, and so they were, and Nintendo wasn't gonna let that go. And and during this time of COVID, the only way you can have a tournament is online. And the only way you can play Melee online is if you use something that Nintendo didn't make. Like, whether you're playing on yep. rollback, like Slippy, or some other worse things that existed before that, you're not doing something that's Nintendo-approved. So, essentially, Nintendo shut that down. And not just shutting down Melee, but also the Ultimate Tournament that was going to happen as well. Um, so, they killed the big house for this year, as a result. <sighs> And this is, it's not the only thing that they've done lately, just even more recently than that. Uh, they also sent a notice of IP rights to a modder in the community just saying like, hey, nudge, nudge, like, do you know, are you aware that we own all the IP in this? This is a Nintendo IP. Are you aware of that? Like, not being like, we're going to make you shut down right now, but also like, quit it. It's ours, like, all right? Stop yeah, it. Yeah, like... <laughs> back off i mean uh you've talked about this for a very long time david that at any point in time that these companies can come in and just put the kibosh on us just like that um the, yep, I mean, so I, i'm trying i guess what i'm trying to say is you're probably not surprised that this happened right <laughs> well i don't know if that's right i i'm not i'm aware that they could do it at any time and i know that nintendo has done 
stuff like this in the past. The famous example of Evo 2013, when the Melee scene had raised like $100,000 for charity in order to get into Evo. And then just before, the day before Evo was going to start, Nintendo like made them stop. And then the internet exploded. And I think it was five hours later. It might not have even been that long. It was shorter. That it was, it it was, was shorter a, than that. Just a couple hours. It was a flight uh, to Vegas long. Oh, I remember your story. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it was a very short period of time that Nintendo rolled that idea back and let the you know tournament play with Melee and also let it be streamed. So they have had these efforts in the past. And they're also like occasionally not legit, litigious exactly in the sense that they're actively filing lawsuits but like I, i'm aware of other situations where they've sent season desists or where they're not even taking that step exactly but also just being like hey person like don't don't do this thing or we won't support you if you you know use project m or whatever right, it is yes. like, they'll, like they have they have done these kinds of things in the past so not a big surprise and yeah it's something that every single game rights holder could do if they want to they could just come in and destroy the whole thing uh, especially during this time when the only way to play is online or streaming, you can't, you shouldn't anyway, be meeting up with people to play in a private setting. That just isn't something that really exists right now. So, yeah, it is definitely a bummer, but legally speaking, that is within their rights. And even on top of that, just before we get into the more important ramifications of this, um, there was a big discussion online as to the legality of something like Slippy. I don't know how Slippy was made exactly, but... Oftentimes, emulators themselves are okay, legally speaking. They can be anyway, as long as you're not like copying code and stuff. Right. Um, however, a ROM that you're using is almost always infringing. You do have the ability to make a ROM of a video game that you currently own. You can. That's actually legal. The uh, Copyright Office has said that. But... That's like not how anybody gets a ROM, right? <laughs> nobody, nobody has like not nobody because the ROMs are out there, but like almost nobody has made their own ROM. Like you're downloading right. it from somewhere, and that's that's infringing. Well, wait, wait, wait. So if you have a copy of the game, you download someone else's ROM. That's not legal. Correct. Hmm. That's oh, yeah. Really? All right. So owning Correct. a copy of the game does not give you the right to own the ROM. It just gives you the right to create a ROM. Then. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So obviously copyright's ridiculous and this law is just not it can't grapple with the modern way that we interact with cultural works of art like video games. It just isn't prepared for that. And this is one example where like emulator maybe okay, the ROM usually not okay. That's super weird. Super weird. But that is usually the case. Uh and again, I don't know exactly how Slippy was made, but that's my understanding of this situation, maybe the emulator's okay, but actually having the copy of Melee and and maybe some of the other things that that uh, Slippy does as well are like maybe not, maybe they could be infringing as well. So anyway, the point is that Nintendo's definitely within their rights to shut down the tournament, probably within their rights to shut down Slippy if they wanted to. That's where we find ourselves. Um, the Melee scene is understandably outraged by this, uh, extremely yeah. upset by this. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's, of course, understandable. This is whether they can have a scene during COVID, right? Does the scene exist during COVID or not? It's up to Nintendo because we can't have private gatherings. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Dawn of Morning, by the way. I see, I see that in the chat to the, to the gift subs. Thank you very much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of 
to pro there's a lot to process here, right? Obviously, Nintendo would rather promote their current game, the modern game, as opposed to the game that is, what is it, 15 years old now? 20 years old now? Yeah. yeah. God, it's crazy. That's right, because Marvel is already 10 years old. Jeez. Uh, so, you know, they'd rather promote the this, you know, Melee doesn't help them and everything like that. It's probably hard for them to make a new updated version of Melee because of all the rights and all those things that you have to take care of, all the legality of getting access to... Well, I don't know. That game doesn't even work. Like, Melee is all Nintendo characters, man. Uh, music and all this weird stuff. There's just a lot of like weird things that you probably not even like NES music. Like, I'm sorry, uh, Earthbound music. You know, Mother music and stuff like that. A lot of weird things. I mean, for that Marvel tournament, they had to get permission from the Strider creator, right? I mean, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It just it seems weird to me that they like. It, it seems very obvious to me that they should re-release re Melee. Like yeah, well, would, that I feel like they would just make hand money hand over fist doing that, and it would solve a lot of these problems if they recreated it with good netcode. Right. But yeah, I mean, you, you would have to rely on them because the community will not accept if they put out like K like uh, uh, melee gold or whatever, like melee plus. Like it's it would need to be melee without any changes, right. except yeah. you can. I mean, maybe there's like a good training mode or like what whatever. But the actual gameplay itself has to be the same right. and with good online play or else people are just going to keep playing on slippy and there's just no way that's going to happen nintendo's definitely not if they make melee again it's going to be like melee hd remix or whatever they're just it's not going to be what people want right. and it's not going to have good netcode because nothing they've ever done has had good netcode right. so I, I think i think we find ourselves in a situation where it would be great if nintendo did these things for the community they're almost not almost certainly not going to and so instead, the community has to find its own ways around things. But they have this roadblock of Nintendo that doesn't let them do this stuff. Uh, right. So there was a big twit longer that, you know, I don't know the veracity of all of it. But some of it sounds like things that I've heard of before. And it was essentially about things that Nintendo has done that have screwed with the scene. Uh, shutting, that down, have, shutting down, you know collaborations with ESL or with Twitch or with, you know, oh, yeah. all these different groups that have all been trying to run uh, Melee Leagues. And apparently Nintendo has either just not responded to any of them or just kind of ghosted people or, you know, that's basically what the thing has been talking about. And yeah. really it, it starts to go into just kind of this whole idea of how Nintendo just like basically is almost kind of like actively trying to kill the melee scene, you know, and, and again, you know, it's, it's a weird situation because obviously, you know, Nintendo there, they, I mean, like literally Nintendo, I, I can't even think of any other company that's more like stick up their butt kind of uh, company out there. But like, you know, at the same time, you know, with all the recent crazy, uh, you know, drama and revelations about a lot of the players and the melee scene and everything like that like you know nintendo's probably now feeling like they're justified trying to keep themselves distanced from the community and everything so i, I just I, I mean i don't know that that has an impact I, it just it doesn't seem likely to me first of all they nintendo has hired some of the people who bad things came out about like they didn't they didn't know this stuff right and yet even and and not many people did unless you were like very close to these situations very few Few people knew those things, right? Including Nintendo. So I don't think that that has okay. had an impact on it historically. 
I think that they were just doing their thing, that they occasionally they want somebody to host a tournament with weird rules that Nintendo wants to do uh, or commentate it, right? And and occasionally they want players to be in there, although if any of the top-level competitive players play or not, doesn't matter to them at all. It could just be whoever, uh, you know, from their bedrooms playing on bad netcode. So they, they just have their own separate plans, and that those plans do not seem to include having... Uh, or even allowing in some ways, let alone you know well, helping a, a competitive tournament scene. I mean, look, we, we have some experience with this in our own community and stuff. I mean, I th also think that a lot of it could just be the difference between Nintendo US, Nintendo Japan. Maybe the US branch was like, yes, let's do all these things, and they hire Hungrybox, you know, HBox to do some uh, E3 stuff and everything like that, and have to get the <clears throat> Nintendo Japan approval. But then when it comes to big things like you know tournaments running on Slippy, then Japan's like, no, you know, I wonder if there is Maybe. a little bit of conflict between the two offices like that. I would absolutely believe that Nintendo US or wherever, like not Japan, thinks that these things are cool and that maybe, maybe in fact, some of the things that are mentioned in this big twit longer that Nintendo like was, or even in some cases agreed to do, had contracts to do, allegedly, and then ghosted on, maybe it was like the US branch was like, this would be sick, let's get this done, let's do this. And then it, at some point, it had to go up the chain. And when it went up the Thanks. chain, it went from being this is sick let's do it to what do you mean a competitive tournament community like i don't want anything to do with this <laughs> I, I can absolutely believe that that would happen that seems like it would be very in keeping for sure with what i know about companies there uh so anyway this is a huge bummer um i just i it's a unique situation in video games and competitive games and esports there's no other developer that is as stupid and reticent to get involved even somebody like like a valve that's pretty hands-off for the most part they do allow they allow competition they're just usually not the ones who are doing it and they themselves do do some of it and and that's you know you look at maybe some other fighting game devs and until relatively recently you could say okay they're not doing that that much by the way i'm turning green and getting invisible again oh shit. yeah <laughs> oh no you're great i'm looking great yeah. uh but now they are so Nintendo's really just left out. I mean, they they are such a such an oddball when it comes to competitive gaming and esports, and they and they have such a great community there. Um, yeah. I mean, they they really do. It's a huge community, not just for Ultimate, but also for Melee. They're both huge. They have a ton of players who would love to do this stuff more often. They have a ton of top-level players who would love to make it a career, and also TOs and commentators and so forth. They have the whole infrastructure there. They could just right. let... They could just... If they literally did nothing, if they weren't engaged <laughs> at all, even in these negative ways, that scene would be so much better off because they could just do the things. They could just have tournament leagues. They could, they could <sighs> make deals with sponsors, and they just can't because of Nintendo, because they're just shackled to this company of Nintendo. I mean, it sucks. Because uh, Nintendo, I mean, the, the one of the hardest things about it is that Melee is a game, or sorry, Smash Brothers is a game comprised of very iconic characters. 
And, you know, kind of like how Marvel can be sometimes with how they will only let their characters be portrayed in certain ways. And, uh, like, they cease and desisted people who painted Marvel characters on their school wall, like, years ago, kind of thing like that. I think Nintendo is kind of the same way, and, that, and that's kind of one of the unfortunate things is, you know, this is not just a Nintendo fighting game. This is a Nintendo fighting game with Mario and Link and Samus and Donkey yeah. Kong and stuff, and so... I just feel like Nintendo is like super, super like controlling about how they want yep. their characters portrayed and everything. And so, you know, I like I think that they're not even willing to let these companies and go and do these kind of things. You know, it's and it's they're clearly not. And and again, it's like there's such a Japanese company too. And and again, I don't want to like blame it on that, but there's it's there's a tr lot of truth to it, right? I mean, Capcom has had its own history of problems, you know, just by being very privately owned and you know still kind of family driven, you know, kind of things. And uh, like I just feel like Nintendo is uh, is they're just stuck in this really old fashioned mindset. I mean, they did push Splatoon, they did push. Uh, arms a little yeah. bit in esports things, so they're, they're I, obviously not anti. -esports. I think that makes everything that they do now to Smash even worse. Honestly, yeah, yeah I no, think it's it such a slap in the face to Smash. Like mm, arms, you have virtually no community. We're gonna help you out. We're gonna right. build you up. But I maybe because they already see that that Smash community exists, maybe they don't feel like they need to help them. I don't know, man. It's they haven't even that's been a, helpful. I mean, that, that's it, a, yeah, they've not, been a detriment essentially. Been a detriment, right? exactly. Yeah. Whereas they're willing to do this stuff for Splatoon, which I think was sick, a sick game. But it it is yeah, it's super. It sucks. It's weird. It's obviously bad for the community that they're not willing to do that kind of stuff for Melee and for Ultimate. Even Ultimate, they're still selling. I mean, they just can't. They're coming out with DLC still. Like it is still a product that they are actively selling. And yep. yet, even for that. They're not willing to do the same sort of stuff that they're doing for that they did for Splatoon in some cases at least, and they could be doing way more. And again, even if they were to back off and do nothing, that would be better for the scene than having this company be involved. It's just, right. but unfortunately, there's no way to get around that. You just run into the problem that Nintendo is the king of their little castle. They just ha they own a country. The country is comprised of the many, many, many thousands of people. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who watch and play Melee and Ultimate. And they're just stuck there. That's the game that they love. They don't want to go anywhere else. I know that feeling, right, of loving a game and not wanting to play something else. And, and they're, they're just, there's that's the position that they find themselves in. And there's just nothing to be done about that. Barring a massive change in copyright law, that is just the case. And there's nothing that they can do. So they have, I mean, what, what they could do, I mean... Nothing they could do legally. What they could do is just have a social pressure campaign of, of the way that in Evo 2013 Nintendo decided to back off. I don't know whether that's going to work. I don't. I don't think they back off for this because they're using Slippy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that's the the nail in the coffin. They're 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 that's the sand. You know, the line in the sand that they draw. They right. no emulation, no ROMs. We only if they were somehow doing it with. GameCubes and copies of Melee, I think that Nintendo would probably be like, eh. Like, they'd probably still C&D. Right. But then when people yelled at them, they'd be like, okay, fine. But emulation, there's no way. There's no way they break okay. it. Can you imagine, like, having some sort of creating some sort of thing of like a GameCube to USB peripheral and, and, and running it through the actual GameCube that, and like, and like, uh, add, like adding no, an extra I, layer I think, on top? 
I don't think that's even cool because they have the controller mod UCF that um, makes it so that different controllers are like as good as each other. I don't know oh, exactly. Right. How yeah, works, yeah, right? because of the, the bugs in the controllers and stuff like different that. Controllers yeah. are worse or better for whatever reason. Yep. And you could have this like pass through that makes it different, but they Nintendo doesn't even want to have that. So, um, I mean, I don't know what you do. I, I've watched videos from Hungrybox and Hugs and seen a lot of people talk about it, and they're super pissed, and I absolutely agree with them. And and other than having something like this hashtag go viral, right, I don't. I, there's just not a lot of stuff to do. You could have yeah. Kotaku put out an article that says it sucks. You could have any number of websites put out articles that say that it sucks. I, ultimately, yeah. it's Nintendo's choice, and if they don't want to do it, there's just no way to force them to. And they're and, definitely and, not going to. Yeah, and, and and you know what? The fighting art says it exactly right. Nintendo doesn't need the FGC at all to survive. Like, they're not going to lose copies of Smash Ultimate, you know, being sold <laughs> because they did all. this. You know, that's just the thing. Nintendo games are going to still sell like hotcakes. You're not going to get anyone to boycott anything. It's just not going to happen. It's, it's just not going to happen at all. And certainly not in enough, not in enough uh, of a rate to make a difference. Yeah, right. that sucks. Also, yeah, the the hashtag tattoo was weird. We can say that the hashtag tattoo was definitely I mean, it- tattooed free melee on themselves. Yeah, yeah. like like two like, days later. Was like, it right? real? Was it real? What? I wasn't sure. Like I was thinking maybe it was a Photoshop or something, but I don't know if it was a Photoshop. I hope it was a Photoshop, but that was going around on Oof. Twitter. Like my oh, brain didn't want to believe it was real. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that person didn't do that. Uh, man. Well, all right. That sucks for melee players. Sorry, guys. It definitely does. Especially yeah, well, if you guys were in the big house. That stinks. I mean, I hopefully at least that they didn't accidentally, you know, tattoo like chicken, chicken, kung pao chicken on their chest when someone told them that it meant like heart of a lion or something like that, you know, in Chinese, which has definitely happened many, many times. <laughs> kung pao chicken is pretty good, though. Counterpoint. I mean, yeah, that's it, is, it is. Yeah. Oh, man. My mom used to, uh, when we used to go to a Chinese restaurant in, in my hometown, my mom used to go to, we used to go there, and she would order the Kung Pao chicken with no peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> she like, I'll take Kung Pao chicken with no peanuts. Oh, it was great. God, I forget. I think Kung Pao chicken is one of the uh, not actually Chinese dishes, but one of the, like, like Egg Foo Young, you know, mm-hmm. that's not actually a Chinese dish. It was something made up in, in America to, to be Chinese. Well, it's I, I've, so. yeah, I was gonna say I feel like a, the majority of Chinese food in America is probably very Americanized yeah. at this point. I mean, I basically made kung pao tofu tonight. Like, this is essentially what this is. Yeah. <laughs> well done, it's really good. It's, yeah, there was like this really like budget Chinese restaurant near our work a long time ago, and their kung pao chicken was actually pretty legit. So I got it all the time. <laughs> the Chinese food is always great. And you know what else is great? Those CPT qualifiers, baby. That's right, because the last one of the year just happened. We'll, we usually save tournament results for the end, but might as well bang it out now. The last CPT 2020 North America West number two, it was won by Samurai over Alex Myers. It was a really good set. I broke it down on the Monday morning quarters back for this week, the little match analysis stream that I do each Monday morning. It was great. I mean, there was such a difference between the sets in terms of how Samurai played, and the last set, he definitely blew it up. It was 3-1, to one, and yeah. he, was, he was looking really good. 
I felt so real bad for Alex, man. I, I like Alex mm. a lot. Oh, fun. yeah. It's, it's so nice. It's hard because, like, I, I, Alex Myers is one of those guys that I'm rooting for because he's right there on the verge every single time. But I am also, uh, you know, a huge samurai stan, and I have been for, sure. for at yeah, least a, over a decade now. And I'm so happy for him uh, at yeah. this point. And, you know, I'm really glad he's made it because he is one of those players that I think has needed to get onto the big stage for quite some time. So I'm really happy that he's he's made it into Capcom Cup. Uh, obviously, he made it three well, years ago, I want to say, three or four years ago. He's been in Capcom Cup before, but he's back. Congrats yeah. to him. And, you know, I mean, everybody's sitting there talking about Myers and lag and stuff like that. Like, that was... I think they're messing around. Yeah, that was the first time, but it's just, it's not the same. Yeah. It's He was fine this last time. This was the event that Punk had to start in Losers, right? Yeah. It was. That's what, what was his run like? I didn't really look into well, that. He basically much. dominated Losers until the qualifier for Top 8, he ran into Prototype, who's a top-level yeah. player who's been playing Honda over the last six months. He's basically switched over to Honda 100%. And he 2 0 Punk. And it was convincing. With Honda? With Honda. Mm -hmm. To make top eight. Yeah, it was definitely strong. Man, it was cool, man. I just I had a lot of fun commentating. And all the players were who were in there were people who I've, almost all of them, people who I've known for like many years. Yeah. So it was great. It was really fun to be able to do my own region for commentary. Uh, so as a result of this, James, can you go into the little show run of notes and click on the... Uh, Groups that we know now that I have highlighted in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Let's put it see. on stream. Okay. So Glenn at the game two K, the game T W O K is how he spelled it for some reason. Uh, it's just he's been doing stats forever, and he's kept track of the CPT and other pro tours better than like almost anybody, uh, including people who work on it, like me. I don't work on it. I commentated for it. But uh, he certainly does a great job at that. And he's put together this little pick of the groups because we know the groups now. Here we go on the screen for Capcom Cup. They arranged it this time so that we'll know in advance like what the groups are. And here they are. If you notice in Group D, this came out before the uh, tournament this weekend. So North America West 2 champion is Samurai. So just stick Samurai in there in your mind. And then the Capcom Pro Tour community vote winner, we'll talk about it in just a second. That voting is now open. But yeah, check out these groups. These are sick, dude. Group A, Idom, Kaba, SKZ, Nephew, Takamura. Ugh. Group B, Jiwa, Picaro, Daigo, Mandrake, Phenom. Group C, Rumors, Mena RD, Gachkun, Smug, and Infectious. And Group D is the community vote winner, Ja Leche, Sien. Uh, Samurai and Angry Bird. So those are sick looking groups. I I love the regionality of this. This is one of my favorite things about the oh, way they yeah. look up this year. There's only two players from Japan. There's only two players from the regions of North America. Like they they didn't. It's very commonly like super Japan heavy than US heavy. And then there's like a few other people from different regions. But this is not like that. And I think that's sick. We get such a better look at like the world representation here. I feel. Yeah, it's a very 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 cool format. Uh, and this is going to happen in person in like sometime in 2021, right? Yeah, sometime in 2021. I don't know when. Whenever COVID's done, I guess. So. I mean, we're we're supposedly all going to be able to be vaccinated by April 2021. So we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see how it goes. Hopefully, 
We'll see. But yeah, I think those groups sound really cool. Just thinking about it, I feel like you have to have that first group in my mind seems like it's maybe the strongest. I don't know. Idom. Well, anything uh, with Idom in it. <laughs> yeah, and also Kaba. I, I feel like Nephew's right up there. SKZ looked really dominant and even has blown people up in the Street Fighter League. But yeah, these are all really strong. Infectious, Smug, Gachkun, Mena RD, and Rumors. That's a really good one as well. Yeah. So. And, and keep in mind, too, that good. people have, I mean, Capcom, this is scheduled for like April or something next year. Because I, th I think yeah, Capcom is like spring or something like that. Because I think Capcom was anticipating that we would be able to travel again by that point in time. Yeah, <laughs> when, they, when they put these rules together, they definitely originally said it was going to be December of. 2020 right but that was half a year ago like longer than that at this point and we just didn't know we just didn't know how long this was gonna last obviously it's worse now than it's ever been but hopefully by the springtime it might be different but again we'll see i hope yeah. they stay safe regardless so this community vote is on now the last slot is going to be voted in by the community hence the name and this is only open to people who are uh, qualifiers in 2019 who have not already qualified this year and you don't need to have yourself be eligible so like knuckle who's eligible but didn't put himself into this but so it's not like a super long list of people it's just that the list of people who are in it is like incredible it's like amazing uh as james will scroll down here you get a taste of who's currently in the lead now scroll down oh uh is, oh, oh, there's actually, oh, okay. We actually have the, they're placing right now here. We do, we do. Okay. So Zenith is on top from Brazil. It's got a big country there. A lot of people in that country to back them up. A lot of people on that continent to back them up. And then Tokido is currently second. And is, you know, you look down a little bit. Punk, Luffy, Sako, Momochi, Fudo, Problem X, Nemo, Oil King, Kichipamu, Bonchan, Hot Dog 29, Big Bird, Dogura, John Takeuchi, Mago, NL, Strider, Machibo, Fujimura, JB, and then Moke. That's the list. Yeah. Well, yeah it's, it, those are just a lot of the fan favorites. And it's incredible that in this year, Punk and Tokido, maybe the two best Street Fighter V players ever. I mean, there are the top three in that list. I don't know. But neither of them did it this time. Yep. I mean, that's why it's so hard when it's winner takes all. And, you know, it's right. interesting. When when this first fan voting started, you know, I thought it was going to be like Tokido and Punk were clearly going to be able to be the favorites here. And as you can see, they're doing really well here. I thought maybe Fudo might have a good chance with some, you know, uh, spouse assist and stuff like that. But I then started thinking about the ability for – because I made the joke – uh, about doing it in American Idol style, I think it was last week or something like that on one of the streams, you know, have them, I think it might've even been on the CPT stream. And I started thinking about that when I mentioned that it actually hit my head that, you know what? Players of certain countries are going to have a huge advantage because they could have that whole country go for them. Like if the yeah. EU just all decided, okay, we're going to just pick Problem X as our guy and they all just voted that way, like that actually makes it really hard to beat certain players. And you can see that right now with Zenith, right? You have this huge push from an entire uh, continent <laughs> pushing for Zenith right now. And so, you know, this is going to be an interesting fan vote and see how it goes. 
Yeah. Obviously, again, Brazil is one of the most populated countries in the world. South America has a lot of people overall. I don't know if other South Americans are going to care about supporting Brazil, particularly. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, even if they just get Brazil, it's a ton of people. And then, yeah, obviously, France will be backing Luffy. The UK will be backing Problem X. Like, there's definitely fan favorites locally. But there's also strategy here. There's, there's, this goes on until December 18th. It's not like you have just a few days to do this. This is a long process right. so there will definitely be sniping absolutely so i almost feel that zenith jumping out to the front like this i'm not sure that's good i'm not sure that that's a winning strategy for zenith i think w the person i'm looking at right now maybe is like fudo problem x i'm looking at momochi you know players who are a little bit behind in the voting right now but not so far that it's impossible for them to strike up because they have big fan groupings. Uh, they have lots of people who would love to help them out. I mean, and there's a lot of time. There's a lot of time here to play the game of you know, sniping to get this done. I, I really am curious, though, like when these fan vote type things happen, what steps are taken to make sure that votes aren't getting botted? Right. I always worry about that because right. that, that is definitely an issue and can definitely cause problems. Um, I know in the past people have been accused of getting botted to the top, and like uh, that sucks for the players because they have nothing to do with that. So I hope they have something in place to prevent that or shut down rumors of things like that happening. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree, David. I, I'm not sure that being in first place early on is a, is a good look. People are going to be looking to take you down at that point exactly. just because I of mean, jerks. I, I remember a lot of people used to get really mad at uh the evo voting you know because it was financially based it was money -based. i i still really hate that that right. could be a whole different subject for another show yeah i mean obviously there's a lot of problems with that but it's also one of the more like legit ways to prevent any sort of botting cheating generation of fake emails and stuff like that because yeah 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 people everybody has time <laughs> you know well i i think of when i think of something that does right i think of the summit beyond the summit where you you pay money to vote players in that you like or you pay money to vote for things happening like you know like mafia and things like that happening I mean, you get to see everybody like, that, that's cool to, to me yeah for, for the summit everybody gets to vote but if you want to vote more then yeah, you gotta pay money. Pay more money. So yeah, I, like, yeah, I, I think that's fine. a good mix of these two things. Oh, I see. So everyone gets one vote, but if you want to vote more, but I mean, like, how do they prevent it so that you can't vote multiple times with like fake emails and stuff like that? I mean, they they probably don't. It probably okay. does happen. Okay. But generally speaking, the 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 money incentive and things like that, like if you buy a jacket for seventy dollars, then ten of it goes to the pot or whatever. Like th I think things yeah. like that are. Cool. I mean, that's just... better for the community than just straight up. We're gonna give this money to a charity, which is dope. But then you're left with you know, melee versus uh, right, was right, it right. Girl No, obviously the the results are the results of splitting communities and stuff. Even the Evo guys are like, we'll never do this again, kind of thing, yeah. because they realize what it. What it, it actually has a lot of negative impact. I'm just saying, in terms of a means by which to prevent sure, sure, botting sure, yeah, no. and, and cheating and stuff like that, you know, like someone with their own domain could, dev who just is a big giant fan of, you know, Problem X, could generate a ton of emails from their domain and just be like, right. doo, 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 
smash accounts, smash accounts, you know, smash GG accounts all day. So, you well, know. Funny enough, James, I the contractual work that I do full time right now, uh, <laughs> I do fraud prevention for things like that. Yeah. And let me tell you, there are very easy ways to see if those bots are happening. That's why I was saying I hope that they have some of those systems in place. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's ways to look for those kind of things. And yeah, hopefully that they do have that uh, in place because it is an easy thing to do. It's very easy to do to set up those kind of things. I'm saying this as a programmer, just not hard to do these kind of things. And so, you know, I hope they do have things like that uh, in place to prevent that. Or at All least- right, guys, if you had to pick... Who would you vote for? Um, out of those players? Yeah, this is the I guess Tokido, like, he's the most exciting player to watch of any of those. I mean, if, if I'm being straight up honest, I like to see Tokido win. Bone Chan might be cool. Bone um, Chan. Other than that, I'm indifferent. The bone. Yeah. The rest of the players, I'm completely indifferent on. But yeah, I, I would like to see Tokido win. <sighs> yeah, the that would be my pick as well. Just because, okay. uh, you know, I, I I really want Punk to be in this event because, like I said, I really want to see him take one of these things. But I know he's really kind of bummed out on the whole thing. And, you know, he's even said himself that he doesn't want to be in it anymore, that he kind of lost the drive and all these things like that. And, again, as an emotional player who gets salty, I totally understand that. I respect that. I mean, I hope he, he's, you know, recovered a little bit and everything like that. But... You know, if that's his, if that's how he feels, then for me, it's going to be Tokido that, that I would like to see in there for sure. Yeah. So. yeah. If Punk is serious about not wanting people to vote for him, A, it's not working that great, but B, then, okay, I wouldn't vote for him. You know, easy enough right. at that point. But I think that Tokido, it would be very hard for me to vote against him, I guess. I think I'm not <laughs> going to vote. I think I'm going to pull like a journalist who doesn't vote kind of situation here. Right. Same. Of just like being neutral, but yeah, maybe I. Uh, I don't know. I would love to see Kichpamu in there. How about that? Oh, that's not gonna happen. I'm aware. Someone cool. said that. Someone said that Punk actually backtracked and that uh, Do convinced him to stay into the voting, so he does want to get oh, in there. No, he really okay. That's great. Okay, cool. So that's great. Me. Basically, then, for me, then it would either be Punk or Tokido, right? And, and again, you know, I know a lot of people have been giving Punk shit about being very emotional about the loss and everything like that. And this is, I, you know, obviously, as a person who gets very emotional, I'm biased. But I just think that's got to stop, man. Like, you know, the guy is passionate about these things. And to me, that makes me side with him so much more. You know, that, you know, he comes off cocky and he comes off like, yeah, I'm the best, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he really wants to win these things, these things, and he's very emotional about it. It's why we talked about it last week, you know, about him crying on SFL. I thought that was such a, it was a telling moment. The reason why I wanted to bring it up because it was such a revealing moment of, you know, the, 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 the shield that Punk has with the bravado and what he really feels inside. And, you know, like I said, I'm, it makes me a bigger fan of Punk to see how kind of emotional he is about this whole entire thing. And like I said, obviously biased because I'm more emotional than anybody, but, you know, like... James, quit being so emotional about people, people being emotional about <laughs> being overly emotional. <laughs> 
Quit sorry. <laughs> that's like what, uh, that's like several layers of emotion there. My yeah. roommate, my roommate always gets mad at me because I apologize about a bunch of things. Like he'll bump into me and I'll be like, "Oh, sorry." And he's like, "Why are you saying sorry? Stop saying sorry." And I, my response is usually, "Sorry." <laughs> so, I'm apologizing. Uh, damn it. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope Tokido wins. Let's go, Tokido. I want to see yeah. more of those wild EX headbutts through fireballs that surely are going to kill me. <laughs> I want to see more of that stuff, man. Like, Punk is an amazing player, but Punk ain't never done that shit. Yeah, Punk is just a consistent player, that's true. I mean, yeah. just. You know, like some people are saying in the chat that, you know, they don't like the fact that Punk never gives his opponents credit and stuff like that. Look, everybody who has played fighting games with me knows that I spend the entire time complaining about how ass my characters are or how cheap the other character is or that, oh God, I wish I had this controller or da 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 da. This is the emotional response from people. This is just how you react to things. Like, people will give me advice and I'll be like, but that's not going to work. Like, that shit will never work. I'm trying to do that and it doesn't work. But honestly, I'm listening and I'm processing it. But the emotion prevents you from going, you're right. I do suck right now. And this other person outplayed me. Dude, the emotions is hard to, to, to overcome with that. So... ST Cami does actually suck, but <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and right. That's just what it comes down to, right? So I've had to work all really hard on, yeah, the Tekken Rage clip. I had to work really hard on not crying about, you know, that Snake Edge being cheap kind of thing, you know, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. When you're an emotional player, it's very hard. I'm just going to say it that much. So, yeah. All right, guys, oh, you heard it here first. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Well, good luck to everybody involved in the community vote. It's going to be hard. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about this stuff? No, I mean, again, maybe not the best way to get in a last player, but I totally understand why they're doing it because there's going to be those players out there that are people are like, man, it sucks that he's not in there. And so they, I think they wanted to get, I feel like this was almost the Daigo clause in a weird way. If Daigo didn't qualify, he'd make it in by the fan vote. Like it almost feels- He would be guaranteed, yeah. Uh, he among all players would absolutely be guaranteed to make it in. Yeah, I feel like this was- like, if you want me to be as cynical and as a tinfoil hat as possible, I feel like the fan vote is the was the Daigo clause, <laughs> basically. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Let's keep it going here. So, coming up next, let's move into these 5-5 five, five matchup questions, which means that we'll have to see which question won. I don't even know <laughs> yeah, yet. I actually right. have looked. It was all it was tied, like I said, when we began between three different ones. Hey, all right. High five. All right. So here are the questions. Number one, if you had the ability to update a Marvel game, would you one update Marvel two with some Marvel three characteristics and systems like OTGs, TACs, X Factor, etc.? Or two, update Marvel Three with some Marvel Two characters and systems like Invisible Assists, Unfly, Better Try Dashes, etc. Two, has the FGC been too harsh on those who play on Wi-Fi online? Shouldn't the burden be on devs to make games with netcode that isn't dependent mm -hmm. on a connection type, as seems to be the case in other genres? Three, in a game like GGAC plus R, where every character has at least some handwork needed, 
What type of character would Alter David need to see to consider learning this game? Four, what keeps a game's community strong well after release? Most attempts, number five, most attempts at free-to-play have been half-hearted, afterthoughts, or have been smaller indie games with niche appeal. Could a big-budget free-to-play fighter succeed? What kinds of business models would you like to see tried in fighting games? And that's the winner, number five. Could Man, a big-budget is... free-to-play fighter succeed? What kinds of business models would you like to see tried in fighting games? I mean, this first... is the easiest question to answer I think we've had on 5.5 five since I started. Okay. Uh, this is very, very clearly already happened. The game was called Killer Instinct. Dang. And it was free to play. It still is free to play. You can go play it right now. They have a rotating weekly character that you can try out. Um, I'm not, I don't remember. I don't recall if you can play every character in training mode before you buy them. Uh, but either way, you can buy characters piecemeal. You can buy season packs. You can wait for it to go on sale, which it does like once every two or three months. Yeah. And get the whole damn game for like 10 bucks. Um, but yeah, Killer Instinct is, is and was free to play. It was the first big, I think, fighting game experiment on free-to-play, and it worked extremely well, I, I, I feel. I mean, I can't imagine that Microsoft didn't profit off that game. They had millions of players. I don't know if that was simultaneous, but they have said that they have had millions of players play that game. I don't remember the exact number of millions, but, like, it's a lot. And, yeah, that's, that's huge. I think that had a big impact on Killer Instinct being successful. Yeah, uh, part yeah, of it was, absolutely. yeah, I mean, look, this game was on a system that not as many people had. And so it, it was, I think, going to be tough in some ways. But the fact that it was free to play, I feel probably made it more successful than it, it might have been. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Game, sure. Obviously, by itself, it was a great game. Like, it, there were reasons to try it out, even apart from the business model. But yeah, I'm sure that had an impact on that. Yeah. And when Street Fighter V was in production, there were always rumors that it was supposed to be free to play. Right. And that there were rumors even after it came out that like it was supposed to be free to play. Somebody made the decision that it wouldn't be. And every now and then you'll get players being like, hey, my game copy is bugged out. One or more of the characters is not on the character select screen. <laughs> yep. This happens not infrequently. And that is maybe a sign that like the game is coded in a way that it could have roving, rotating characters being selectable like Absolutely. a free to play model would. Absolutely, and that's part of why you connect to uh, CFN, I think, too, so often to, to do updates and things like that. They're checking to see, or the game was programmed to check to see if you have bought characters, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. One of the things is, you know, I mean, we can talk about KI and everything like that, but obviously being in beta for years and years and years and years was a problem and so i don't think that's a game that we can use as a judgment of the model it was literally stuck on the non-fighting game console for a whole entire few years so we just don't have a good idea of how well the model works right uh obviously i mean i think everybody would probably agree that 99% of the people will believe that the League of Legends fighting game is going to be free to play. Oh, it absolutely will be. And they're going to use that model. That's where we're going to find out. And can right. it succeed? Absolutely. I just, I, there's just no reason why it can't succeed. If a game is popular enough, it's just going to work. 
<laughs> it's and just no problem with the business model from a fighting game exclusive perspective. It's a model that's worked for a ton of different kinds of games so far. Everything from RTS to MOBA mm-hmm. to shooters to card games to whatever, like any different kind of game. And I can't think of a reason why fighting games would be worse at that than any other genre has been. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, I think the KI um, model is fine. I see somebody talking about Brawlhalla. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't include them in like traditional right. fighting games when you think about it. They're more of a, it's a platform fighter, which is a type of fighting game, but not like how we're thinking of fighting games. Anyway, yeah, but, but Brawlhalla, like, Brawlhalla yeah. have basically the the same model as um, as KI, except for if you bought in early, you get every character forever. Uh, that's not the case anymore. Um, I think you have to buy packs to get them all now at this point. Uh, but I was lucky enough to I played the game when it first came out. Yeah, you were playing them like for a while. Yeah, yeah, I, I, dude, I, I still like the game. It's just more smashy now than it used to be. So I've backed Uh-oh. off a little bit. Um, there used to be like true combos, and it was played more like a fighting game, but or like a traditional fighting game. Uh, but they've kind of gone back on that a little bit. Anyways, yeah, Brawlhalla is uh, another <clears throat> incredible example. That went the you can buy characters piecemeal and here's a free character every week and have fun and yeah I definitely think that's the model you should go with is a free rotating character or two or three or whatever per week and buy it and buy the characters and, and skins and all that stuff if you like the game and support it like uh, I think it's pretty obvious how it work I, I brought Hella and AI and there's probably one that I'm not even thinking of have proven it works um, the the Riot Fighter is like the big test. Yep. quote unquote, because it's made by Riot, but I think they'll have the same model that they do for League of Legends. You can buy a character <laughs> when it comes out if you want, yeah. and that's that's kind of that. So yeah, DOA was also free to play as well. For that's true. That's true. Yeah, Dead or Alive as well. Yeah, but you know, we just haven't had a big name one yet do that. You know, Killer Instinct is probably one of the closer ones, uh, but it's still not like. Hey, what happens if Tekken tries it? What happens if Guilty yeah, right. Gear tries it? What happens if Street Fighter tries it? Heck, I don't even know if I would count Guilty Gear as one of the big ones. I was going to say, Guilty Gear is not in yeah. this thing. Like, it not. has to be Street Fighter or Tekken or Dragon Ball Fighters or Smash or something like that. Or League of Legends Fighters. <laughs> it has to be one of those to really know how it works to see if it uh uh, if it can succeed and one of the hardest things about it is it's not going to happen for a lot of those companies because a lot of those companies once again back to this topic again are japanese and japanese companies do not understand longevity of sales right a lot they're always about the sales now i mean marvel the reason why we never got patches and stuff like that is because umvc3 sold poorly because they released it too fast so they killed the dev environment etc etc but david it looks like you wanted to say something there was definitely a free-to-play Tekken. There oh, was, yeah, right. that's true. There was. There was, yeah, and people played it for a little bit too. That's but uh, that was only online, and the online play wasn't good. So if you're gonna make a free-to-play game, but you play online, yeah, you know it has to have good netcode, and that wasn't the case. So that's a real. There will be uh, like Ki will have been like an entire decade in advance of some other character, some other games, because it will like. Yeah, the Riot Fighter is going to come out. It's going to be free to play. It's going to have sick netcode for sure. Right. Considering who's working on that, uh, there's just no way that it won't. 
And that's going to come out not anytime soon. I mean, I don't know, but like it's going to be a couple few years probably still, but just based on how they're talking about that. KI will have been 10 years ahead on both of those, <laughs> like a yeah. lot of other games. There will be games coming out a decade after KI that don't still have good netcode and that aren't free to play. So shout yeah, out to KI. It is weird because Japan is also, yeah, like some people are saying in the chat, they're killing it with gotcha games. So they have to have starting to make this understanding. I'm just wondering if like, you know, game companies like Capcom and Bandai Namco and, you know, we've already talked about how old fashioned Nintendo is. It's, you know, are they? I don't really expect that Nintendo, but I wouldn't be too surprised to see it again. Yeah. It, rumors were always there that capcom was even thinking about it and maybe right. they just weren't ready to pull the gun on it yet but whenever sf6 comes out or whatever's next i wouldn't be, be surprised it's for you to play that'd be yeah, cool I be surprised, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. all right good enough for this one yep all right we did it do you want to tackle the number two yes. in fact let me uh, let me just say this one. So, in a game like GGAC Plus R, where every character has at least some handwork needed, what type of character would Ultra David need to see to consider learning this game? Um, I would say that I don't feel like I have hand problems in that way now. It's taken a ton of work for me to get there, but like I no longer think of execution as being a barrier for myself in that way anymore, which is great. Yay! But also, it would need to have an interesting grappler archetype. And it doesn't. So you're saying that Potemkin is boring and stupid. Boring. Boring. He's not wow. stupid because when he came out, he was really revolutionary in some ways for grapplers, but that was 400 years ago at this <laughs> point in fighting game terms, and I just find the character really uninteresting now compared to what other characters are doing. So yeah, if they had a cool archetype that I liked, I would give it a second look, but... Yeah, gotta blame I mean, FAB on that I'll one, dude. I'll Nobody try wants to unleash FAB. <laughs> I'll try it and strive. Okay. I, I played, yeah, back in the day when I played Gear 15 years ago, I played, of course, Potemkin and Axel. You guys all know that art. Mm -hmm. Even if you didn't know that, you knew that. Yep. All right. Super I'm surprised dick. you never picked up Robokai. <laughs> oh, I always thought he was so cool. But he's... by that point, by the time there was a Robokai, I had already not been playing okay. Gear for a while. Because he's also kind of got that Sentinel voice, which I know you like as well, right? <laughs> okay. I would say the second. My second favorite fighting game character voice ever actually is the early XX Potemkins. <laughs> Those were sick. Oh, Those were sick. but the heavenly Potemkin yeah. The first time I heard that in the arcade, I was like, this is so sick. I remember feeling that way. It was so cool. <laughs> uh, look, remember, David just loves robot voices, remember? <laughs> he just loves robo robots. Oh, man. Oh. All right, all right. That obviously means that wasn't the winning question. So number two was, what keeps a game's community strong well after release? Whoops, I did not type that correctly. Release? Question mark. Yeah, exactly. Locations. There you go. There you go. Uh, I mean, this is also another really simple answer, right? Okay. People, It's a good game and people keep playing it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, look at Melee and Marvel 3. Right. That's make a good fucking game, guys. That's how you keep the community yeah. going. Super Turbo. I mean, I look, it's lessons, third though. strike. About which games people play. Like, this may not be categorical. I haven't thought about it that much, but in thinking about the games that are still played after a super long period of time, they're ones where you have there's explosivity in there, and there's a lot of stuff that you have to master, or else you're going to get randomed out. 
and there's a really diverse set of options, at least among the part of the cast that people actually play. Like, like a game like Marvel 2, you know, most of the cast you don't see. Same thing with Melee, but you still nevertheless have like a lot of diversity among the characters that are that are played. And the ability to like express yourself in the game. I feel like that's super important and not every game has that. So like like Sam Show 2019 will not have this happen because you can't express yourself. <laughs> I like I like that James is looking down. You say Sam Show 17, he looks up like this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like that already knew. Not survive. But but games like like the ones that we were just talking about, yeah, for sure. Like old uh like A's, uh plus R coming back now. That is a perfect example too of a game that has so much of this. I, I could I can imagine that lasting. But not Sam Show. <laughs> no, I, but I, I actually fully agree with you. I, I don't. I, I do. Yeah. No, I don't think Sam Show is a game that will be played four or five, six years from now. But it's because SNK failed miserably with the netcode and the communication and the support for the game. Yeah. That's why. Not not because like oh it's there's no deep nobody's gonna want to play it. Because the <laughs> game is fun. The game is fun, and that's that's what matters. I, uh, I, I never that like talk it. about this anymore. I just wanted to poke you guys. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Of course. Course. I know. Um, but yeah, no, I just, yeah, I think, uh, I think that, that that's actually a really good example of a game that won't be played later because the netcode is awful and the UI is awful. And they had some really cool characters and some fun gameplay, but the, the initial community never grew because they couldn't play online with each other. Yeah, it yeah. Sucks. like it. It just never got big. It, there was like the hundred guys playing online because we really loved the game, and that that was it, you know. And then, and so for, yeah, I mean, obviously, like make a good video game, dummies is how you get people to play it for a long time. Just for but there are things like David's, good netcode and Sam good UI people. and good presentation oh. and voice acting and graphics and blah blah blah. But all culminates in you know make a good game, dummies. So and and having a strong community is nice. I mean, there have been some games that haven't had like a cohesive community that haven't done quite as well. Sure, sure. As games that have really super dedicated people who like work really hard to maybe make like Super Turbo Tournament of Legends, for example. That that kind of stuff is important for the long term survival Absolutely. of a game. Absolutely. Like and 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 maybe melee is an example of this as well, where for a while they were kind of on uh, certainly maybe not the downturn, but like it wasn't as huge as it later exploded into being. And part of that is due to community focused stuff, not just the game. Yeah. The game's a huge part of it, obviously, but also you know things like the documentary coming out and the and the Evo appearance and you know just there there were other things that fed into that as well that were more community side and. I think yeah. those are those are hard to bottle up and have an easy explanation about because they are so uh, it's, dependent it's, on just the people who happen to be involved in it. I feel. Yeah. But I mean, sure. also, it's it's go going back to that James, you are muted. thing, right? Like Marvel. How long has he been muted? Do you think? I don't know. Am I has he been talking this entire muted. time? Am I, I bet you Jasmine unplugged his mic. I, that's. What I was just gonna say. I bet Jasmine unplugged it. <laughs> Wait, can you guys not hear me at all? So Jasmine heard James talking over me for like 20 straight minutes yep. when Ray Ray was here. And she was like, all right, David, I'm coming to the rescue. <laughs> a little late, she had to take a cat nap first, but yeah, she got there. People at home can well hear done, me, Jasmine. but they no, we can't still don't hear me. James. No, you know what, Tubbo? What? The chat says that they can hear him. We can't hear James. Oh, we oh, can yeah. hear James. They can hear him. All right. They can hear him. Well, he's not muted in Discord. He's not muted in Discord, no. I'm not muted. Whoa, this is weird. Well, this has been a good show, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with Marvel Chit Chat. What the Yeah, hell? I don't know. It's super weird.
Maybe Jasmine changed what mic input is being sent. Yeah, something something weird happened. Are you blowing into it like it's a car? Yep, that's a Nintendo. Hundred percent, I did. You know, you know, all old people look at electronics. Go, this is a Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now or no? There we go. You figured out the Nintendo. The blowing work. The blowing work, dude. That's why you do it. That's why you do it. (laughs) I can't believe the blowing work. That's why you do it, dude. That's why All you right. blow into things, man. Here we Dust. Are. Dust. Oh, <laughs> you fixed the Nintendo, James. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I figured you guys weren't hearing me because I started yelling at David and then uh, nobody was responding. So I was like, okay, that's what's <laughs> happening over here. So Yeah, we are nothing. I saw your lips moving at one point. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's not right. Actually, I was just whispering sweet nothings to you, Brandon. That was, yeah, that apparently. Was... Yeah, well, it was literally nothing, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Hey, yeah, right. someone in the chat says I'm really good at blowing. That's right. I'm very good at blowing leads in fighting games, too. So. Hey. <sighs> all right. Well, do you think we're What's good? that? Well, look, all I'm just going to say is it also was very important to have game feel as well. You know, to, to, you know we're, we've been talking about that. The games just have to feel good. When a game feels good to play, it stays that way. That's why everybody likes Super Turbo. When I commentate Super Turbo and you see someone freaking Ken uppercut a guile crouching medium kick, I always pop off on that. Because if you are a Ken player and you've ever done that, even though you're uppercutting 17 times in a row and it doesn't matter, <laughs> but you hit that leg that one time, it doesn't matter. It still feels like the greatest thing ever. When you do stand light kick SPD and they can't jump away from it, it feels like the greatest thing ever, even though you do that constantly. There's something about having game feel that makes parry in the 720. You feel fucking great when you land something like that. As long as a game gives you that kind of thing, those games will last forever. They'll always give you la- last forever. The being able to convert that stray butter gun hit into a full combo, you know, you just you feel so good. For sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. Let's move on to the next one. Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, oh wait, we're gonna get DMCA. I can't do that. Hilarious that you're bringing that up because. Mortal Kombat 11 now has the movie skins. Yeah, that's why I did that. song is from the movie. (laughs) Here's why it's funny. Uh, James, could you click on the little trailer that I put on? It's in there somewhere. Uh, Right here. Where I have highlighted. Oh, dang, it's way the heck up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Right. So listen, listen to the music. You don't even need All to right, put it on. I mean, you could if you want to, but listen to the music that they played for this. Any ring I step into is mine. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna stop it right there. That was I could hear the movie theme. No, it's not. Play it. Keep playing it. Play it. End of the line. Then this fight is now personal. It's like a fake version of it. It's not the movie music. They, <laughs> they couldn't get the rights to the movie music? I couldn't believe this when it I saw it. They got the rights to perfect. these three actors' faces and voices. And somehow, 
they didn't actually get the rights to the movie music. Like, well, I, I was blown away by this. Uh, as, I'm, I'm assuming that they're using uh, whatever the voice actors union is. Those those actors for their game. Because if, if you use one of those actors, they all have to be part of the union. That's how the shit works, right? So I'm assuming that those three people are part of the voice actors union. SAG, there it is. The screen, whatever it is. Screen actors um, guild. Yeah, but it's, it's different for voice acting alone. Anyways, you guys know what I'm saying. They're all part of that. So it makes sense that they can get their faces. That music, that music has nothing to do with with anything, right? That music is completely <laughs> that, that separate. It's like so. trying to evoke the feeling of oh, yeah, of course, movie of music, course. but like it's not. <laughs> it's, uh, it I, literally I, sounds like someone's on their like little budget Casio with like the little yeah. tiny keys. You know, like, I mean. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Jurassic Park theme, Play Through a Kazoo. I don't know if you guys ever seen oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that video, <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's like the feeling I get from it. It's just I not, not right, man. Uh, man. Uh, well, they do have these MK movie skins out. The Raiden one in particular looks super sick. I feel like they nailed dude, how that, that dude looked. I just really like the, the, the Sonya Blade one because we don't have to listen to Ronda Rousey's voice acting anymore. <laughs> An actual actor now playing Sonya Blade. Yeah. yeah, that that I mean, they did a good job with the with these skins. I like these skins a lot. And yeah, they're cool. They're super cool. Yeah. For the record, I will still say that that budget Mortal Kombat movie music is still probably better than all the music that's in the game right now, and would actually yeah, get probably. more hype. <laughs> probably, yeah. but also yes. You know what's funny is I watch a lot of MK streamers. Not one of them. Not one of them plays the Mortal Kombat soundtrack that actually is in the game. They literally all of them are playing other music over it, including yeah, me. Of course. Uh, anyway, so I, I wanted to bring that up. You can buy those three skins. They're $5.99 if you're interested in that. Um, I also just wanted to talk briefly about the patch that came out last week, the ult Marvel, oh my god, Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> Marvel on the brain, dude. Oh my god, me, dude. Yeah, uh, so it's a new patch with a lot of different changes, and last week I had not had a chance to play the new characters on account of Cat was in vet situation for a while. He's doing yeah. fine. Um, yeah, totally. And I just want to say I think they're all good, and it's cool because every different, each one of those three characters have had people on Twitter being like, this character's the best of these three, obviously, and the other ones are like, good, but like obviously Rambo's the best, or like <laughs> I think Rain's the best, or like it's Melina. Melina's the best. Each one of those three has had people saying that, which is always cool to see as far as the balance of the situation goes. I think it's rain, but we'll see how that turns out. And as far as watching and playing over the last week with customs in there, it's been super sick. I've been really excited about it. I've had a blast watching and playing and just like coming up with new stuff myself and seeing what other people have. I don't. I didn't know most of the custom moves because I never did the investigation because it wasn't something that was in tournaments, so I didn't care. So now I'm seeing what other people are bringing out. I'm like hearing about it. And it's the kind of thing where like I had a conversation today where somebody was like, did you see what Jax can do? Like you can do all these crazy. And I was like, I had never heard about that. That sounds super sick. And it reminds me of like old conversations that we would have with the game that was coming out in like the arcade where like you oh, heard yeah. somebody <laughs> else being like, have you seen what this character does? And you're like, no, but that sounds rad. I can't wait to see it. Like it was that, that kind of feeling. I'm really excited for it. Um, and it feels like a lot of the different characters have super strong stuff, like very tricky or very strong space control or very big damage. It's just kind of amped it all up. And yeah, for me, again, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I've been playing a lot, 
I think uh, Baraka has a couple of really good variations. I think Rambo seems really fun. He's definitely the kind of like grappler and also kind of zoner that I enjoy playing. It really fits me well. That's who I'm playing. And uh, I'm still playing RoboCop too. We'll see how that goes. So anyway, okay. congrats to everybody so, involved there. I really like how the game's looking. No Ooh. one's found anything Ooh, go that on, seems particularly broken right now. As far as other game news, we can move on to the next okay. one here. Um, am I, There's am just I, a brief I amount. Muted not again? a ton to talk about. Hang on a second. I'm muted again. <laughs> oh, yeah. You... <laughs> I think it's time for a new mic, James. No, what you got to do now is wiggle it a little bit and like push it all the way to the side. Yeah, I know, as... right? Can you hear me at all? You yeah. can now, yeah. Okay, yeah. dude, blowing on it works, dude. So, uh, no, I was saying like nothing seems particularly broken right now. Like there hasn't been any crazy combination so far that's surprising people. I, I wouldn't say anything seems broken just because so much stuff seems really strong. Like Jackie's maybe even better than before based on some of the new variations that oh, people geez. are complaining Cetrion's probably better. Like it's just, just, but are they too good? Because like a lot of other characters have a lot of really zany and, and strong stuff. So it, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up needing to change some of the stuff here and there. But in week number one, everybody's experimenting so much that it's just hard to tell how it's going to go. I think. Yeah. If people are wondering why they can hear me and they can't, it's because uh, as per Hondo Hanzo's suggestion, Hondo Gonzo, I switched to a completely digital mixer option. I'm not using the hardware mixer, but the problem is, as with everything on PC goes, if one thing is using the mic or the camera, something else can't use it. So I have this microphone right here going to my mixer so that it's going so Discord can pick it up. But then on Discord, I can't, I'm sorry, not so that Discord can pick it up, so that my computer, my, my exploit can pick it up. But I can't use this microphone as a result in Discord for Tubo and David to hear me. So I'm using this microphone for David and Tubo to hear me. <laughs> so I have liter I'm literally talking into two microphones right now. This one is the one they hear. This is the one that you hear. That it's sounds like some jacked up stuff, man. I, yeah. I, I use one microphone for several different programs. Yeah, well, it definitely does not work like that, James. It's because you're <laughs> not, not using like the that. voice meter thing. This voice meter thing literally steals the resource. It's crazy. Uh, okay, I, okay. Do use, I, I, use, I use voice meter. Are you using voice meter, Banana? I'm not using it right now, but when I stream myself, yeah, I use voice meter. Huh. Interesting. I don't, I don't understand how, then I don't know why it doesn't work. I've been doing it for, I've been trying it, and it's not working, so. Well, when we all get vaccinated, maybe David can come over to your house and figure that shit out. Okay. Yeah, maybe in a few years, we'll see. <laughs> all right. Cool. Let's move on to the next one. Other game news. KOF 15. Is there news about it? Nope. No. Is there news about it kind of tangentially? Sort of. Uh, the KOF 14 director... Oda said in an interview that it was delayed due to COVID. Breaking news. Delayed due to COVID. But also still being worked on and still going well. Breaking news about KOF 15. He does say, though, that it will be 3D graphic style, not the 2D sprite kind of looking situation that KOF 13 had. Darn. And it will take advantage of new technologies in game design with shader systems. So 
Heads I'll up. believe it when I see it, man. Heads up. <laughs> well, I mean, look, Sam Show looks pretty good, right? I mean, Sam Show looks better. Than- Sam Show looks like Street Fighter Four, so sure, I was it looks good in two thousand nine. Like it's yeah, it, it's good art design on graphics that were made at least a decade ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it looks like Street Fighter Four largely just because of the faces. The faces look exactly the same as Street Fighter Four, like the way they design the faces. So. But I mean, overall, and like the big shoulders on Genjiro, he looks like Ryu yeah. and Ken. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, but it definitely looks better than what KOF fourteen was. So you know, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yep. There's nowhere to go but up from here. They said right. uh, there's more info coming next year. About All right. That. Well, also, great. here's some news about Street Fighter, and I'm gonna give you guys. A warning that this will be spoiler talk, so if you don't want to hear it, I'm giving you a nice long warning so that you can mute me. It will take not very long to talk about, but we will briefly discuss this. It's not going to take 10 minutes, I can tell you that, like we have on the topic timer over there. (laughs) But uh, nevertheless, please mute if you're not down with this. And we will indicate to you when the spoilers are done, because I'll do something like this, and then the spoilers will be over. So go ahead and start now. Can you believe that they're working on Street Fighter VI, according to some of the hacks that Capcom got got by? We mentioned last week, or maybe a couple weeks ago at this point, that Capcom got attacked by a huge data mining operation that took an incredible amount of information from them. And... Also, if you worked with Capcom, you should probably like maybe freeze your credit or whatever. Uh, just yeah. heads up on that front. But secondarily, it turns out they're working on Street Fighter VI. Can you believe that news? You know, I I think so. I took two things away from these leaks. Uh, the first thing is, man, I'm a genius because my original timeline for when Street Fighter VI was going to be announced and released lines up pretty much perfectly with what this leak said. Okay, um, which in my in my head canon, they were going to announce at Capcom Cup this year in December, Street Fighter Six, mm-hmm. and then release it late twenty twenty one. Okay. Now what's happening because of COVID and delays, it looks like they were slated to do that at Capcom Cup twenty twenty, which is actually in twenty twenty one now, and then release the game late twenty twenty two. So in my head canon, if COVID didn't happen, my timeline on when that game was coming out was perfect. So like it. yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that that's pretty cool. The other thing I took away with it. Thank God there is no Marvel game on it. Just thank thank the heavens. Like it's, it's not that I don't want a new Marvel game. It's that I don't want people speculating that there's a new Marvel game. Because there's not. I get so frustrated because, man, nobody wants a Marvel 4 more than me. Nobody wants that game more than me. Nobody well, on Earth... They did make a Marvel 4, actually. No, that was infinite. That's, that's different. Uh- <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> you have some nobody wants opinions about this Marvel game versus here? Capcom game. Yeah, nobody wants that shit more than me, right? But you need to accept the reality that Capcom dropped the ball and they're never picking it back up. Marvel is done. Like they, they even if Capcom went to them and was like, please, please let us make a game, Marvel's gonna say no. You, you sucked at it. We're not doing it. Sorry. So can so, you guys can you guys still hear me or not? Or yeah, yeah, I can hear you now, James. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad that. There is no hankering of a Marvel on there. Like, no code names, no anything. It's just, it's not coming. So now when people post, like, stupid Reddit threads or tweet that, in the next Marvel, I can just, like, shut up. There is no new Marvel. Here's proof. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm weirdly happy about that. Otherwise, 
everything else looked really cool. Um, I don't know if you want to talk more. What you had more to talk about that, David? I don't want to. I don't want to overstep what I was saying. Oh, uh, that's fine. I just wanted to also say that it apparently is being worked on for PlayStation and Xbox and PC. Yeah, and so, not only that, last gen consoles too. And, so right, yeah, PC, not just PS4, oh, right, Xbox right. One, Xbox Series, uh, and PS5. So yeah. that's cool. I hope I hope there's crossplay between all of them, and it's good, and the netcode is great. That's my hope for that game. Yep, I agree with that, dude. That's it. This is like not actually news because everybody who like can think and has like been alive knew that Street Fighter Six was coming at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not huge news, but right. nevertheless, there's the leak. Okay. Well, uh, there there is a. No more oh, 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 never mind. Never mind. It's done. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Hey everybody, welcome back. <laughs> Hello, we're done with the spoilers now. You can come back. All right, unmute Dude, all of you. I'll actually give a funny Nobody. story about that uh, Polygon oral history of Street Fighter Alpha Sputnik Monroe. Have you guys read it yet or anything? What was it? No. The, 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 the Street Fighter Alpha oral history on it. Um, no. no. So Polygon, you know, they did an oral history on the first Street Fighter 2 and they did one for Street Fighter Alpha. And uh, I'm sitting there reading it, and then, like, I see, like, some of the people that they're talking to are, like, people who worked at EGM, and they're having their opinion about, you know, the game when it came out, like, Alpha 1, when it came out and stuff like that. And I was sitting there reading it, and I was like, man, you know, it would be really funny if they actually, like, came and tried to talk to me about this, you know, about, you know, and getting my opinion on the world. But, you know, I'm nobody, and they probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> and then I ran into myself... <laughs> Really? <laughs> With a quote in the thing, and I was like, oh, wait, I do remember this. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, I do God. remember talking to them about this now. And I was Let like, that be a lesson to you, James, in your own goddamn self-depreciation, dude. Yeah, for sure. Dude, Jesus. You don't even remember when people ask you about things that you're an expert on. Dude. I was like, that's wait. like that's like ultra David level memory there. <laughs> that's true. It was just in my brain already. I was like, there's no way anyone would talk to me about these things. So I'm definite. And then I ran into my own quote, and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> man, Jesus, man, man. James Tran would do some shit like that. Yeah, that's definitely man. a James moment. Good work. <sighs> Yeah. All right. Well, by the way, uh, that, that actually just completely reminded me of something totally off topic. I've been trying great. to rem I've been trying to remember to ask this on stream <laughs> like a million times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there someone actually? Sorry, someone actually at one point in time drew a picture of me as Oro holding the cats. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember who drew that. If you did draw that, please let me know in the chat. That's all. Okay, anyways, go, David. Right. Go. Oh, man. I gotta oh, have Jasmine come over here and unplug the mic again. I know, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I'm just screwed up. Uh, the only other couple things I wanted to mention when it comes to, like, gaming community news is, one, there's a ton of fighting game sales going on for Black Friday. Yeah. And... There's a lot, and I'll put a link in the YouTube for this so you can see it on your own. But like, there's stuff PlayStation Store, Best Buy has them, Amazon, Microsoft Store, and it's a lot of different games. Everything from uh, Tekken to Street Fighter V to Grand Blue, Dragon Ball Fighters, DOA, uh, Mortal Kombat, 
Injustice 2, etc. It's just a lot of stuff. Omen of Sorrow, which was a fun game. Uh, Power Rangers, yada yada. KI. So better, better. there's a lot going on. Um, check it out. Also, if you're doing Black Friday, try to do it from inside by ordering things from your own house. Most so, retailers aren't doing it in store this year, so. Oh, is that so? Okay. Yeah, most of them have said, nah, we're not doing it. Okay. Well, like they only do it online, so. Yeah. Yeah, don't be that person who goes out a day after Thanksgiving when you just saw your family that you shouldn't have seen. Exactly. Spreading yeah. COVID around. Yep. And <laughs> then also, right, yeah, I read that there were. Uh, what was the number? 3,500 PlayStations that some scalpers bought? Yep. Wow. That's a lot. All right. Also, let's talk about my favorite subject with the 40 or seconds remaining, which is the Game Awards. Oh. Category of Best <laughs> Fighting Game of the Year 2020. Let's do it. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, which came out a week ago, but all right. <laughs> Street Fighter V Champion Edition. Under Night in Birth, EXE Late. And also, One yes. Punch Man. Gotta be One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Gotta be. Did they even list it as the, as the Uniclear, as the CLR? It actually is Uniclear, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I feel like this is, here's what happened with this list. One, the one fighting game dude who works on this, who's even consulted at all about this, is like, you know, uh, check out, like, Under Night's pretty sick. This game's great. I'm really enjoying this game. Please have it on there. And then other than that, it was like they were Googling, and they were like, all right. Um, what came I out think, this year? What came out this year? I think Granblue came out this year. Mortal Kombat came out a while ago, but, like, they're going to have a new one that was just announced as we're putting this list together. Like, because Ultimate wasn't even announced until, like, last month. Right. Uh, and then... Street Fighter V has also been out for years, but like the, the Champion Edition kind of came out this year. It kind of came out in last December, sort of. But yeah. then also it came out maybe this year, I guess. So that, that might as well count. And then, oh yeah, also yeah. One Punch Man, according to Google, came out this year. Like that was the conversation, for sure. Yeah, There's that, no research put into this. Anyway. Dude, fighting games are always like a afterthought when they put these things together. They don't, they don't really care. Dude, when I they do not know. When I sit here and tell people that the fighting game community is still super niche and that we're really small peanuts at this point, I mean it's 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 just the truth. We're we're yeah. just not there yet, you know. We we have so much more work to do, which is why there's a lot of like ugh, it's just too much drama and shit and then you get Nintendo cease and desisting everybody all day and stuff and it's ugh, it's yeah. rough. I mean, it'll never be as big as some of the other stuff. It's right. fine. We're all we've all come to terms with that. Yeah. I'm let's cool. move on to the next one here. We talked about some tournament results, but let's just briefly mention that Smash Summit Ten also happened, and this is it was cool. I watched a little bit of it. It's Invitational, and it was won by Zane. Mango got second. It was it was cool. Um, th was this the last melee tournament, melee major to happen? Was maybe uh, it's maybe it's different because it, it's was this in person? Did they do this in person? No. This okay, so Smash Summit 10 online. So, what you're telling me is they didn't get cease and desisted by Nintendo. Yeah. So that means Nintendo just probably wasn't aware of it. I, that I mean, maybe, it's like someone's going to go to Nintendo and be like, "Hey, we're doing this thing in an emulator." You know, like, there's no way they did that. That may be right. It may also be that since it was an invitational and there was no entry fee, maybe they didn't care as much either. I have no idea. It's hard to know. Hard to know. 
uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah, I mean, the, the big house definitely has been partnered with Nintendo, obviously not this year. Right. Well, uh, what else? Oh yeah, the DMC three v three Battle of the Rising Stars climax for Killer Instinct was this past weekend. How'd you do it, David? How did I do? There I was, James. There I was. Is uh, that about one o'clock? Uh, it started at noon my time, and at about one o'clock they actually began the tournament itself. Maybe it was one fifteen. They had had a pre-show before that, and my team was slated to be second. I had to do check-in for CPT commentary at 2 p.m. So I had a window here of like 45 minutes where I could have played. And if the first team's matches had been like an OCV, if it had been a blow-up, maybe I could have been able to play. But it was anything but that. It was really close and actually super sick. But that meant that I couldn't play. So we had a backup, Luna, who just took over on our team. And I never actually played at all. Womp womp. That's Big womp womp. Like I, was, I had been training up, you know? Like we had been playing... Most of the nights this past week, including Friday night, including Saturday morning, I woke up at like, well, not early, but like we started playing at around 10 a.m. to try to train up. And Back then it on. Didn't work, unfortunately. I'm so sorry that happened, David. <laughs> it was a bummer, but also... Uh, the most maybe, David maybe, moment of 2020. Yeah, me just forgetting that I had a <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. But also by backing out, I may have helped my team because Luna's way better than me. <laughs> way better than me. So it maybe the biggest contribution I made to my team was actually backing out and letting Luna play instead. Well done. Uh, well done. Definitely. Uh, it was won by the Dark Conquerors team, which was comprised of first of all, coach was Crazy Skate Nate, and the players were Uncle Scar Scar, Mr. Diddles. And Frodo Teabaggins, which is one of those names that I'm so glad to know about. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good name. It's a solid and name. Fantastic name. Fantastic name. But it was really cool. The way that they did the stream was they they had this whole pre-show. They, it was all, like, really nicely done. They had an epic guitar moment on it for a while, playing KI theme. Uh, they did a great job on commentary. They had logos made for each of the teams and the team names my team name was gamers and gentlemen and we had a cool logo where it was like a little controllers wearing a top hat and a monocle uh, <laughs> it was cool dude they really put a lot of work into it what you're How definitely you? not the gentleman what do you what well you come on your your whole shtick is fart humor Unbelievable. What an allegation. <laughs> you, you don't consider fart hand. humor gentlemanly? No. <laughs> Scatological humor is not your thing? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's my thing, but I'm not a gentleman either. I definitely fall in the gamer category. So. Tupperware, is The Canterbury Tales a classic work in English fiction? Dude, I don't even know what that is. Oh, well, this is not going to go that great as a line of yeah, questioning well, then. Uh, Jeffrey Chaucer in the 1300s wrote one of the classic and seminal pieces of English fiction. And sure. guess what, bucko? It contains fart jokes. And in <laughs> fact, he uses the word fart, which turns out to be an old English word. It's not even something that we've come up with recently. Good. People have been saying the word fart for a thousand years, and I feel like I'm in great company whenever I say the word. <laughs> me All and, right, me and Jeffrey Chaucer are hanging out. I was just about There's to say, a lot of words that have cons- been said for thousands of years that I don't want to associate with. So me you can have your old fart Chaucer. word. You're My continuing... Buddy- the lineage of Jeffrey Chaucer. You are the modern day Jeffrey Chaucer. 
Thank you. That's what exactly I'm saying. Exactly. I, uh, dude, you I'm think I'm you got being sarcastic? It. Not at all, dude. Absolutely 100%. And yeah, anyways. <sighs> Jeff and me. I'm going to write a book about it. All about farts. <laughs> so anyway, good work. Uh, I hope that they do this kind of thing in the future. It really was a cool stream for KI. A lot of people were there. A lot of people were involved. Somehow somebody let Jabaley win a couple of matches, which was Jesus. real upsetting. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> he look, plays Rash. Devil he plays Rash. Of course he plays Rash, I, I, dude. I can't exactly. play Rash anymore. Of course he plays I Rash. I can't play Rash Rash, Rash is... Street Fighter 4 Boxer, except for even stupider and easier to play. And with even... What if Street Fighter 4 Boxer had also overhead low mix-ups that were safe? Or what if he also had a giant car coming in with 100 seconds of hit stun whenever it touches you? I mean, this... Anyway. No. <laughs> you should hold that. <laughs> you know what's funny is is my, my team's coach is Valorax, and as he's he was training us up on the Rash matchup, so I, I learned a bunch about it, but... Um, he was just mad the whole time when he was beating us as he was teaching us how to play against Rash because he hates the character so much. And I couldn't believe that somebody who loves the game as much as he does hates any character in that game because every character is so stupid. Every character <laughs> in that game is just is very hate-worthy. There's no character yeah. in that game imagine, that's like, you're imagine a real fair. Cinder player. No, yeah. Imagine they're a all, Cinder player thinking they're stupid, man. Come on. Yeah. That's, right, what, that's what I like about it, is that they're all insane. He's yeah. just mad that, like, six months ago, I scraped him 2-0 online in a random ranked match. He's probably Damn. still mad about that. I took a bunch of games off him as we were learning stuff. Nice. It's a... Not as not as Cinder, but, you wow. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was really good. And just, even though I couldn't play in the tournament itself, I really had a good time just training up and hanging out with the people in the team and learning more from Valorax and from the people who I was playing with. So it's for me, even though I couldn't play, I, w I wish I had, but even though I couldn't, I still feel like it was really fun and, and a success. Nope. Yeah, I mean, uh, Devil May Care asks, you know, he's like, when will I play in one? I mean, I'm, I'm down to jump in there because I'm definitely a scrub in the game. I haven't played it in forever. And so I'm well, like super behind and, and stuff like that. But if I could get trained for it, I'm totally down for it. Well, DMT4 is in the chat, so... Yeah, he's here. Let him know. Yeah. Let him I, know you want to be in it. And I'm already, you know, professional commentator for Killer Instinct, as I did last week, for Nikki FGC, you know, commentating this game that clearly I know better than anybody else here on this. On Imagine this hiring James Chen over Tubbleware for commentary in KI in 2020. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine Brutal Democracy and whoever else is involved. <laughs> Imagine. Yep, it's a brutal democracy thing. So uh, doing it on uh, doing it on Trovo, uh, alternate yeah, I mean, streaming I mean, platform. Which I mean, to be honest with you, is like at this point with the way Twitch is going. I mean, it's nice to have yeah. competition, but we'll see. But, well, yeah. you know, YouTube is the alternate, so yeah. Good luck competing with both Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> well, the next version, the next season of this three v three is in the works. He says. Late January or early February. Please yeah. look forward to it. I mean, at least I can be confident that there won't be any CPT conflicting with it during those months, mm. right? So you That know. is a good point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's true.
There was a Tekken mm-hmm. Online Challenge US West, and it was won by Ben Chang, who I thought was hilarious to read that that's the guy who won it. I didn't watch this because I remember when Rip was on the show and he was like, Ben Chang's this dude who came and moved here from Korea and he's killing all of us and like none of us can take a game off of him. <laughs> and so I just think it's great that the US West one was won by yeah. a Korean even still. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, he so- played Claudio, Paul, Bob, Jin, Heihachi, and Fakumran. So, wow! Not just to just to drive home how easy he feels the competition Jeez, is. He can just use whoever man. he wants. I mean, look, but I mean to be but, fair though, Tekken's characters are all so easy to learn. They only have yeah. like they only have like a hundred moves each or something like yeah, that, yeah. right? I mean, it's not you know it's one of those games that you pick up one character, you can play them all, dude. <laughs> As a veteran fighting game player, there's nothing more intimidating than looking at a ter- Tekken character move list. It's long. I will tell you, though, like... You have no idea what's useful or not. You have no fucking clue. Dude, even when we were playing Marvel last night, like, it's really impressive how much you had a control over so many of the different characters. Obviously, I mean, like, Ryu, whatever, but, you know... But, like, you know, Spider-Man and shit, like, you actually had a really good control. Here's the thing, man. People always think I'm a Deadpool guy, right? Because I play Deadpool. Spider-Man's my favorite Marvel character and always will be. I knew that. Bar none. Uh, Deadpool's second, but I love Spider-Man, so I had to know how to play Spider-Man on Marvel 3. Right. It wasn't okay. like I wanted to play him because I love his play sub button. I was like, I, I I have to. Otherwise, I'm not doing my right. diligence for the character. So. Yep. Makes but yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, but I've also been playing Marvel for nine years now. Right. So yeah. that's, why, that's why I can play half the cast is because I have just screwed around with the cast so much. And there's still characters that I have no idea. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Play Amy. Amy's a very popular and easy character to learn. I have no idea what to do with her. Right. So you know, like, there's still like characters that I have no idea. Oh, but man, those second move lists are are, are rough. Yeah. But what about a uh, boss's event? Yeah, boss's event. Yeah, for sure. Um, he. Well, I don't know that much about it because I didn't watch. But he had some CVS two event. I did watch a first to ten between two players who I was kind of like, I'm not sure I'm watching why I'm watching a first to ten between these two players. Um, but uh there was a bigger event that boss had and i guess what was notable about it is that it had over sixteen thousand views which is amazing for cvs2 to get in 2020 for any fighting game to get like if it's not on max's channel i don't know did cpt have sixteen thousand views maybe but like not (laughs) not many more than that for sure Dude, CVS two. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that that happened. It's great. CVS two. Awesome. I don't know why it happened, I mean, but it's dude, super like cool. all the games that I love have been just blowing up. Yeah. yeah. Marvel and CVS two and KI. Like, yeah, it's, it's great. Well, great love- time to be a fighting game fan for old Tupperware. You love CVS two. Yeah, I mean, I downloaded CVS two recently on Fightgate two or to play you love, on you Fightgate two. And okay, I've been practicing me. roll cancels again, <laughs> getting the old roll cancel fire yoga fire down. That's right, my top tier roll cancel that I got. Let me guess, you play Zangief, Dalsim Honda, or something stupid. Yeah, I told you the other week that I play Zangief, Dalsim Honda. Oh, did you really, man? I, I just yeah. I actually didn't remember that. So <laughs> more commonly, Zangief yeah. Honda, Zangief Dalsim, or Dalsim Zangief Sagat. Because I was like, I probably should play one character who's okay in this game. Sure, sure. But can you guys Honda's hear me now? Okay. He's he's fine. All right, that's it for ten, tournament results. Now? As far as upcoming stuff, there's no, a Coliseum Ultimate event for Mortal Kombat 11 that's on Mr. Aquaman's channel, Twitch.tv/slash Mr. Aquaman. They got a nice little match arena going on for it. If you'd like to play, you can sign up. 
Uh, just he- look at his Twitter. It's Mr. Aquaman on, you know, easy. And also, 404 Testing. Esports Testing. Fundraiser tomorrow. This is a venue in the Atlanta area that has been doing stuff for the FGC there for a long time, but they're having trouble due to COVID. Nobody wants to come in and play. They're open. You know, obviously our gov- government's doing this really stupidly. We're like, you ha- you're open, right? And nobody wants to go because not everybody's completely stupid about it. So your numbers are way down, but you still have operating costs. It's just a bad idea. That's what we have. And so they're losing money and they're not sure they can keep it going. Uh, right. Tomorrow on twitch.tv slash pokechop50, so on Pokechop's channel, mm-hmm. obviously a long-time Atlanta mainstay in terms of players, mm-hmm. they are having a fundraiser. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're intended just to keep it going. You know, They say, to be transparent, we're tanking as expected during this rough stretch. It's a miracle ATL's FGC has carried us this far. Viewers can phone in during the stream. Tune in, and thanks for your support. So please consider checking that out tomorrow. They are starting at 8 o'clock their time. That's Eastern time. Again, on twitch.tv slash pokechop50. So okay. check it out. How about Atlanta? Help them out. Yep, that's right. <clears throat> and that's all I got. Cool. I think we lost James again. James, can, are you there? Can you hear me right now? Oh, and, dang. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, for a while, you guys lost me, and then I was just, like, waiting there, and then, okay, now it works again. So, okay. Weird. I'll, I'll see if I can figure out how to get this all set up next week so I don't have to do this stupid two-microphone thing and uh, figure out how that works there. So. Okay, cool. But, yeah. That's it. Uh, again, for people asking, oh, where in Atlanta is that? I don't know, but the name of the place is 404 Esports, and they have a Twitter. You'll never guess what it is. It's 404 Esports. By the way, literally O, not 404, 404 Esports. Cool. Yep. Just trying to spread the word, you know? There's only so many venues that are left, and many of them are having trouble. You know, some of the ones that we have in LA that uh, have been around for some time at this point have had to shut down, like Button Mash we talked about not long ago. So that's the kind of thing that's happening all over the country, and presumably other places too. I did talk to... um, uh, uh, Gabe about button mash a little bit. Mm. He says it's not completely gone yet. That they right. that they have to do a reevaluation, and it really, really. I mean, this was before the election, and he said that it's really going to be dependent on the election on on and if they can actually help small businesses as opposed right. to small businesses. Right. You know, um, so hopefully uh, they can be helped. They say they'll do a reevaluation in January and figure out everything that's going on there. So I asked him if there's any way that we could help and he said for now not really but uh we'll see what happens so Alrighty. all well, right that's all i got cool we did it we I did, did it show in the book I'm, congratulations everybody i feel like i'm like in this crazy position right now because i'm playing more fighting games than i've ever played before and it's like I know I keep telling myself I need to cut them out and start, you know, honing in on certain ones, but it feels like the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it's... Here's what, here's what you do, James. You take every other fighting game that's not Marvel, <laughs> maybe not KI, and you flush it in the toilet, and you just play those two. Yeah, I know. I feel like there's, there's no reason to do anything other than the games that you really enjoy right now, because there's almost no nothing in terms of commentary gigs. So, like, if you're thinking about, like, I should do this because it's, like, part of my work it's not dude come on just play the games that you like and if you really like 
whatever marvel i'm just playing mortal and ki and street fighter 5 even though there's 100 other games there's no gig well, i did actually get to have a street fighter gig this past week but like in general doesn't it's not even Speaking figure up, it in just i've been playing street like. fighter 5 yeah you're playing street fighter 5 i've been playing street fighter 5 but i'm playing it because like i'm not competing in anything like i don't want to compete in street fighter 5 but do i want to make people mad about honda yeah that sounds fun <laughs> I like making people rage. I made this Laura rage quit, and I was crying, laughing. It was so good. Yeah, you do. How how are you playing? Uh, I, I was just playing normal. She she or he or whatever just got really upset that okay, they but couldn't what's... get in on me. Oh, I just did a lot of neutral jump fierce. A lot of this, oh. and then she would do her dumb dash and dash right into it, and then I go into full hands combo and a headbutt, and then I back off and start doing this again. What a dingus. <laughs> he had no idea what to do. He had no idea. What if she had, like, a crazy good anti-air right Yeah, there, right? Like, you know, yeah. like, this dude had no clue. I just kept doing it, so. But, yeah, Kraken great. asks when I'm going to pick up Plus R again to whip out Johnny. I will never play Johnny in Plus R at this point in time because of the crazy decision by Daisuke Ishiwatari to change Miss Finer from quarter circle forward to quarter circle back <laughs> between games for no goddamn reason. And so the muscle memory is not going to work. So if I played plus R, I would play Potemkin. I would just go with the Potemkin in plus R. It's, oh, oh. God, it's so weird. I. I, I am a muscle memory fiend, Kaushik, so, like, there's no way I could actually do it. Like, it would, like, sometimes I will play Street Fighter 4, and then I'll go to Super Turbo, and I'll try to throw with Jab and Short, you know, and, like, I am, I played, there was the one time I was playing Mortal Kombat 9 and Marvel versus Capcom 3 at Wednesday Night Fights. I went from Mortal Kombat to Marvel, and I kept launching people because I was trying to block. I was trying to hit a block button and I kept hitting raw S instead. So, uh, oh no, no, it's, it's, it's muscle memory. My execution is all very muscle memory based. That's the thing is I can learn the execution, but for me to transition between just naturally doing quarter circle forward for Miss Finer or quarter circle back Miss Finer, like that is not going to happen. So, well. I'm going to go miss finding myself some dinner. Happy birthday to Toshin in the chat. Hey, happy birthday, Toshin. I know he's going through a lot of uh, problems right now and everything, so I hope you're doing well. Everybody in the chat, let uh, wish Toshin a happy birthday and, uh, and, you know, wish him well. So, Yeah, yeah, dude. uh, uh, Best wishes. I mean, I know it's a rough time, but uh, yeah, best wishes, man. Oh, and there's Blind Gamer in the chat as well. Uh, we were talking about this. So we should have him, you know, after we had our uh, interview about accessibility, we should bring him on here so we can just talk to him about, you know, how he plays uh, KI and such. You know, it's it's really impressive. Uh, he was in the tournament yeah, that I had just happen. commentated. So, yeah. All right. Make that happen at some point, for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, well, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. I'm hungry. Let's go eat. I'm hungry. Let's go eat. I've actually already been eating for like three hours. But... Yeah, I know. Let's go yeah. eat. What Burn about them. second dinner? Are you already birding them? I already had second dinner. I have not birded yet. <laughs> I will bird right now then. All right. Let's bird. Later, I'm going to go play some StarCraft 2. I'm finishing up the story mode for it. Yikes. StarCraft 2? Whoa. 
I've just been playing through all the RTS game story modes. I'm not playing anybody online. Weird. I just want to see the story That's modes again. That's so weird. Why is that weird? Who plays You're RTS weird. story mode? You're weird. I want to know it's what like happens to like game story mode. I don't. I want to know how Artanis ends up doing. They all die, man. Everybody dies. Don't tell me that. I have no idea. I'm just talking. How crap. dare you spoil it? <laughs> <sighs>